Hello, that fam. Eat some. Harry Plopper, Ben's quietest character ever. All right, I'm not going to do that for the whole thing. This is Ben. Thank you so much for checking out Dat Heroic Endeavors. Just so you're aware, we're currently streaming and recording the show via webcam so we can all stay safe during the COVID-19 pandemic. If you're interested, consider joining our Patreon so that you can unlock access to these podcast episodes one week earlier than the rest of humanity. Of course, the best way to directly support the podcast is by doing the little things. Rate, follow, review, subscribe on, well, wherever it is you're listening. And remember, if you're loving the immersive sounds and music you hear during our game, those are Sirenscape. You can add these sounds and more by downloading the Sirenscape desktop or mobile app. Guess what? The app is free. But we would appreciate it if you use the link in the description to let them know that we sent you. Thanks again and enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. It is six o'clock. It is Friday night. And that means it's time for Dragons and Things. Hey! Hi. Yeah. Excited noises! Uh, we are here, of course, for another exciting episode of Dragons and Things Heroic Endeavors. You can see that we have Ben with us. We've Yay. got Jamie tonight. We have Eric Raddick, Crag himself, hanging out with us. Uh, Diana <laughs> is back to kick butt as Pipa. And Hi. Lamar's here. We didn't see Lamar. We we saw Khan Shaka last week, but we didn't see Lamar. And it was very sad, and we're glad that you're here with us tonight. Hi. Uh, so why don't we go ahead and play some Pathfinder? Yay! All right. Yay. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, all right. Sometimes the best way to catch a thief is to wait for them to come to you. And that's why the stakeout is a time-honored classic among HEI licensees. Your job is to spend the night in Bound Pages, a bookstore in Cavalosha specializing in the restoration, preservation, and sale of rare books. Their reputation is on the line after a baffling string of vandalism. Apparently, clients found that some of the books they were purchasing had been egregiously altered with altered text, crude images, rearranged pages, and or swaths of blank paper. The owner, Happen Freeler, is convinced that someone has been in the store each night after hours, but alarm spells and simple words to prevent entry never tripped and remained perfectly in place each dawn. The solution has been to hire you lot to spend the night in the bookstore and catch this vandal in the act and stop them. Happen Freeler insists that you observe the vandal's methods and try to get proof of how their crimes are being committed, a vital aspect to restoring the bookstore's reputation by assuring clients that Mr. Freeler was not knowingly selling ruined books or committing any kind of fraud. All that will require is some sworn statements under a zone of truth after you've observed the vandal. Easy peasy. For now, it's just watch and wait. For how long? You're not quite certain. It is already nearing midnight. The bookstore is closed up and you all are locked inside. Wards on the doors and windows are in place to prevent unwanted entry as usual, though they haven't stopped this criminal activity so far. You are all in the main showroom floor, but there is another room behind a heavy vault door where some of the most valuable and in some cases dangerous tomes are kept. You have the whole night ahead of you. So what do you do? Would we know like all of the entrances or all of the known entrances and where all the alarms are placed and stuff? Okay. So there is obviously the main street door that customers come in and out all day. Uh, There are a couple of windows on the, the, uh, that, that's, that face the street. 
Um, there's only there's only two windows that face the street, and then there is a rear exit uh, that only for deliveries and employees. That uh, there's a small alley in the in the rear of the building. There are no windows back there. Uh, nobody comes in and out of that except for employees and and what, sometimes what time, deliveries. What time of day is this, Jim? Uh, it is nearing midnight. You're getting oh, okay. Yes. Nearing midnight. Yes. You guys are on a nighttime stakeout in the bookstore. So, oh wow. Alrighty. Uh, as far as you can tell, this has been going on for a while. You see these entities hunched over, and there's a small bear, and the bear is very agitated. The bear is very agitated, and it is it is growling and showing its teeth at this undead boy. And and you you recognize the entity. One of them is is wearing is wearing this this fine cloak, a moss colored no fine no olive colored cloak. Uh, it's Matt Mercer Nary, but he looks different. He has a mustache. It's strange. A merce a mustache. He's sporting a mustache. Uh, but you come you come in into the middle of this argument, and uh, Harry Plopper, how are you dead? You're dead. I. Oh, y- yes. Um. I've died forty eight times. Um. Yes. Forty eight. Uh, thanks to uh, a, a common shocker over there. Um. But. Yes, I, I have died 48 times, and each time the Moldevort keeps bringing me back. And we're all okay with this? Obviously, McCree's not okay with this, and I'm trying to hold, I'm holding McCree back by his, by his fine scarf. In, in my offense, I did see you get attacked, but I just wanted to make sure that you was down and out and not going to come back because it seems like you was living a really tough life. And so I made sure that the undead was dead because that's the way you're supposed to rest souls. Oh, no, it's just true. Very, very true. And uh, actually, I just, I do, I do long for death. Um, Just please, if I die again, make sure it sticks this time. Um, wouldn't that mean that you're in the soil? So how do you, I mean, your body would just decompose, not be sticky. Never mind. <laughs> um, all I know is that Khan is like, is like, like laying over like a bookshelf, like he's on top of a bookshelf, trying to overlook the vault, and trying behind the shadow, and but uh, and trying to calm down Barry from climbing up as well. It's like Barry, down. Mm. no. Um, That's right. There are two bears in this bookstore. <laughs> there are uh, two bears. One. <laughs> Two bears in the okay. bookstore. <laughs> so I, I I decide, I think the best plan of action for me, is what I'm thinking in my head. I go ahead, I go ahead and pull out, I pull out a match and a, and a large cigar. And I light up the cigar. And McCree, I know it's not high noon, but maybe this will pacify you, buddy. And I give, I give McCree his cigar. I know it's, it's almost midnight, you said. So it's like... It's low, like the low noon, <laughs> low noon, or yeah, yeah. So, and I think that seems that seems to to put him at ease, and he's there puffing away on his cigar, and he kind of he relaxes a little bit, and he settles down with the plopper there. Uh, do you prefer Harry, or do I call you Harry Plopper, or just Harry, or or little He'll little, tell little you plopper? Every time, exactly what he wants to be called because he says it 
every time he speaks. I'll, I'll be honest, most people don't actually uh, think to ask me anything. They just wait until I raise my hand and, and then I have uh, conversations. Um, but you you can call me Harry or Harry Plopper or, or the, uh, the, the Plopmeister General uh, or, or the boy who died. I, I'll respond to anything. If, if you want to talk to me, I'll respond. Great, and we're and we're all we're all okay with this, right? Pippa, Fanray, Khan. Um, I guess so. I mean, kind of weird, but I mean, HCI. Uh, the Plop Master General. I mean, it's not really true to nature, but I'm not gonna fight it. Okay. So, sure. You know, you're not in class, so you don't have to raise your hand. Uh, yes, I'm. I'm very sorry. Um, yes, my name's Harry Popper. I'm the queen. We know. Um, yes, but um, I, you know, I I have saved uh, m- many uh, people's lives since doing work for HEI, um, I- including fan rays. Um, so um, I'd like to think I'm a little useful, uh, but uh, d- don't worry about me. And then he just sticks his arms out and he starts shambling around like a zombie walking around a bookstore. And, uh, um, you know, he's going to pretend to be uh, to be a shambling zombie rather than the uh, the boy wizard that he is. I get nervous and I reach for my heavy crossbow <laughs> only to find pickles. <laughs> Who took all of my equipment? Oh, oops, he must have. <laughs> Does that one taste good? Oopsie's not even here. Oopsie. Uh, Jim, would I know immediately what these pickles do? <laughs> yes, you are. You you can you. Okay. I've taken everything from you. You can use the pickles without fear. <laughs> okay. You definitely don't want to eat these pickles. These these deal acid. Uh, acid damage. Oh. So these are these pickles are bad, and I show them these pickles are bad. And then you said sweet pickles are good, right? Sweet pickles help, and uh, yes, spicy okay. pickles hurt. So if anything happens to me, <laughs> don't eat the spicy pickles. Eat the sweet pickles. Uh, do they look visibly different? Yeah. How yes, would we be able do. to? <laughs> yes, you can tell the pickles apart. <laughs> In in anyone else's hands, unless you are unless you consume one of the sweet pickles, like you guys can't use his hot pickles. Uh, they're just normal pickles in your hands. They so those, they're delicious. Would but... you say though those pickles are being rather fickle? Oh. Okay, there you go. There's a point for you. Thank you. There's another <laughs> temporary hit point for for Kanshaka. <laughs> also, I might argue that even the the brine, the vinegary pickle juice would do like at least a d3 of splash damage jam we're getting way too deep into the pickle meta <laughs> and like it's 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 a crazy fantasy world that we live in so that's that's where we're gonna leave it i think <laughs> i like no it. splash damage for the pickles I do. and everybody make a perception check <laughs> <sighs> Yes, I'm actually I good at love that. perceiving. So sorry. So every single time I roll a, a d20, I have to have an accessory. You don't have to, but you don't get a you don't get any any bonuses if you're not wearing accessories. Great. Here we go. Well, well, Jim. It seems that I had the perception of a tree because I just rolled the three, making a total of fourteen. 
Okay, uh, that, but you do get a temporary hit point. I like what you yep. did there. Uh, <laughs> I see I see a crown on Miss Peepa's head, so you get a, a plus one bonus to your right. uh, to your perception check. Sixteen. Sixteen for Peepa. Matt Mercenary. Musical. Uh, it is. I would like to proclaim that it's the first Michael Jordan of the game. Oh, oh. a Michael Jordan. Pretty good. So twenty-three. Twenty-three for, for everyone who doesn't know. Matt Mercenary Fanray. Natural twenty for twenty-seven. Whoa! Nice. Critical Cubic. success. Harry Plopper. I have a twenty-one, but right I also here. have dark vision. I. It's not dark in here, so irrelevant. Well, but thank you for letting me know. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> uh, it is Harry Plopper, Fanray, and Matt Mercenary who. As you guys are talking, getting settled in, calming the bears down, and generally trying to set up a little lookout uh, over this bookstore, you hear a very faint sound. Um, almost very muffled, like a super muffled. You can't even really tell what it is, but you know that it's not coming from any of you. It's coming from the direction of the vault. What do you do? Do we have access to the vault? Or is it uh, locked away? It is, it's currently locked up and you don't otherwise have any access to the vault. Jim. Shamble over there. Is there, would we've had like uh, the schematics to this building? Basically, I'm wanting to know, is there a vent that goes into the vault? Uh, make a roll a d20 for me. Engineering. Uh, flat 10. Flat 10? Uh, no, there, there are no vents or other access that you know. The vault is, is well made and it's secure. Um, it, nobody should be able to get in or out without the express consent of the shop owner. Um, Harry Plopper, you said you were doing what? Uh, Harry will shamble on over there. I got Harry shambling over towards the vault. Uh, Fanray? Quietly. Yeah. Ooh, he's stealthily shambling. All right, roll a stealth check for me. Fanray? Uh, do the bookshelves go to the ceiling or are they? Nope. Uh, no, the bookshelves are maybe eight feet high um, and they're set up almost like uh, in rows. So like there are aisles of books, almost like a library you could mm. walk through. Uh, Fanray is going to climb to the top of one okay. of the bookshelves nearby, so she has a good line of sight. Okay. That uh, is not on the ground. Is not on the ground. She's getting a better vantage point. Uh, are you making any attempt to hide yourself, or are you yes. just like hanging? Okay. Yes. So go ahead and roll me a stealth as well. I'll get those stealths in a moment after I figure out what he's doing. Matt Mercenary, you hear this sound. What are you doing? I, I also, uh, I kind of, I, I alert McCree to it as well. Okay. And I would also like to stealth towards the vault. Follow the shambling zombie boy. Okay. <laughs> uh, then you will make a stealth check as well. I see Fanray's very proud of her natural I'm 20. tell you how do I do, him how did something I do amazing. And that's that total party chill yeah. waiting with a party of 21. Whoa. Welcome to party, party chill. It's a pizza party. Oh, pizza. I love pizza. Pizza. Welcome, guys. Thank you. What it is, y'all. Awesome. Now, 21. 12, 21 for your stealth. Fan rate, your stealth was 30. total 30. Wow, you're very well hidden. You've been like flat, flat like a panther, just waiting uh, on top of one of these bookshelves. No one can see you. Matt? 
27, Jim. Wow, also very stealthy. You uh, die. Uh, making your way towards the vault, uh, Pipa and Kanshaka, you guys are kind of caught flat-footed because you don't know why, but all of a sudden, your companions have just disappeared. Uh, what are you doing? I gotta maybe try and hide because I don't okay. know where they went. Sure. So you you think something's up? You roll a stealth check. Now oh. your crown doesn't count for a bonus. You need I a new, new accessory. One. New one, please. <laughs> Assistant, please. <laughs> <laughs> and Khan Shaka, what are you going to be doing? Um, uh, Khan is going to tell Barry to get down. Okay. Uh, and just kind of hide where he is. And then Khan's also going to try to hide and ready in action to cast Tanglefoot if something fires out of okay. the. Um, uh, Thing. So Kanshaka hides. I'm going to need stealth check from you two as well then. And then Pipa. Uh-oh. Um, I create a lot of uh, chaos, so it, I rolled a one. Yeah, your accessories are very loud today. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's they're very flashy. Just can't help yourself. Uh, yeah, that is, that's no good. Nope. Con. Uh, they're not very stealthy, so I got a 14. Oh. <laughs> so basically, you guys are chatting and getting settled in, and you're like talking about, okay, well, what is the layout of this place? Like, what can we do? You know, watching the entrances and the exits. All of a sudden, your friends are gone, and you realize <laughs> that maybe something's up, and maybe you don't know what's going on. So you do that thing where you're both like standing in the middle of the room, and you turn towards each other, and you turn away, you turn back, and you like start running around, and you bump into each other, and it's really comical and, and ridiculous. Uh, and you try to scramble for a hiding place as the door to the vault is opening. And you see a creature come slithering out and it sees you in the middle of the room bumbling about and immediately get, lets out this shocked bark slash roar slash crackling, almost electric sound from oh. its mouth. And it's time to roll initiative. Oh, oh no, no. I need a high initiative. Yep. Those who are hiding will just re-roll another stealth check as your initiative. Uh, but I'm going to need perception from Pipa and our good buddy Khan Shaka. Uh, 21. 21 for Khan Shaka. Not bad, not Fanray. bad. You were quick on your feet. What was that for Fanray? 20. 20 for Fan Ray. Michael Jordan, Jim. Whoa, that's a second Michael Jordan for wow. you tonight. Wow. A wizardly 10. Oh, always, always a wizardly number oh, from you. <laughs> I love those goggles. <laughs> 15. That's with the plus one. Oh, no. If, if people, <laughs> this is not the, this is not people's no. big show like it usually is. <laughs> No, thrown off by all the weird accessories appearing out of nowhere. Now, this creature reacts so quickly. Oh, God. That it gets the jump on all of you. Rolling perception. Uh, so, and it's perception DC. Uh, it actually does not see any of you who are hidden. You all roll really well on your stealth. 
but it does see Keepa and Kanshaka, and it is acting first. So it is going to target them. And let me just describe what you're seeing here for a moment, because it's a weird, weird looking creature. This thing, it's small, and it looks almost like an upright alligator, except that its bottom half is totally serpentine. So it doesn't have legs, it slithers around. But its arms are disconnected from its body and they, at the elbows. <laughs> uh, and its clawed hands are really just like floating near its sides, though the way it moves as if it had arms, but it doesn't. It's a really weird, strange-looking alligator creature. Oh. And... It doesn't really slither across the ground at you, though that's where it starts. Where it starts, it actually rises up into the air and swims forward, flying right at Peepa. Oh, it's going to try to. No. It opens its jaws and tries oh. to snap them around you. Oh God! And this is going to be an attack coming in at Peepa. Uh, I think might not you. have gotten you though. I thank you. And with sink, huh? Yes. You're coming at me with a sink? Yeah, I'm going to so start it now. only going to be a hot. 13. No, it does not. It was caught off guard by your presence. It didn't think there would be anybody here. In its shock and its haste, it comes oh. in, snaps its jaws. You back away just in time. <sighs> and that is all it could do. It moved to get to you. It snapped at you with the jaws. Um, I will say with its movement speed, it did have to move twice to get to you, so it has taken all three of its actions, which will take us to Matt Mercenary, who is hidden currently. I'm, hi- I'm, I'm hidden. Mm. I How far away am I from this creature? In my, uh, in my I will say that you're probably 30 feet away from it, um, but it currently has cover from you because you, you're like hidden in some bookshelves, so you know where it is because you saw it move, but you don't currently have a line of sight because it went to get people. <laughs> so... Why are you laughing? <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's it's my it's my it's my GM. It's my yeah yeah, my G- yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. Just, I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stop. <laughs> Stop. So I, I see this thing rise up and start swimming towards towards Peepa. Yeah. And uh I I see it. So now I have to step out to get in within range, Jim. You're yes, telling me. Because it, it, it's it's uh you don't have a line of sight on it right now. Well, I I, I see it. And I, I activate hunt prey. This has become my prey now, Jim. Okay. So now the question that I have for you is when you move, are you attempting stealth? Because if you're not attempting stealth, it'll notice you, but if you do, it'll be uh, you'll still be hidden to it at the end of your movement. Now I can still make it out. There's no, not gonna be any penalty. No, yeah, you don't out. have to move very far, so I will, you can I still will do attempt it. I will attempt to stay hidden. Okay. Uh, so your first uh, the first thing I'll need from you is a stealth check. No, uh, it's it's I it's a one on the die. Oh, so, no. <laughs> so, yeah, I, so uh, I stumble. Yeah, <laughs> I stumble out. I see it. I stumble out. It probably locks eyes with me. Oh yeah, it notices you right away. And then I, I, I look. I glance down at McCree, and I, I go to pull out the the signal whistle that I use to to communicate with McCree, and I go to blow it. <laughs> it's just a pickle. And, it's a sweet pickle, though. Thank goodness I didn't put an acid pickle in my mouth. Uh, so I'm standing there looking at McCree, and then I can I grab can I grab a spicy pickle and and launch a spicy pickle? Yes, you can. You can draw a spicy pickle and draw throw a spicy pickle. Go okay. ahead and roll an attack roll. All right. And this is going to be this is going to be my ranged attack, correct? Yes. 
Ooh, that's a really good roll. So that is a that is a twenty-seven total. Uh, to, wow, to yeah, hit. it's really good. Yeah, that is a hit. That is a hit. Roll one d twenty damage. <laughs> no. Two points. Get a one. You crag it. Oh no! I got a one. Oh, one. <laughs> I deal one point I, of acid I'm, damage. I'm not sure how to use these pickles yet. <laughs> yeah, pickles hey, it's, it's throwing you off. So you chuck this pickle as hard as you can. Yeah, good it hit. splatters against this creature, uh, sizzling against it just a little bit. Uh, you can also, I'll give uh, Peepa, since you're standing right there, I'm going to give you a free um, perception check. So go ahead and a roll a free? perception check. Yep. Uh, I need another accessory. Mickey ears. Here we go. <gasps> Got 20! Mickey ears works! Yes! Plus one! 21! And then plus 21. eight! 29. Sorry you for the notice, You notice this pickle come. It splashes against the, oh, the oh, creature. Uh, it almost like explodes and spatters like acidic brine all over the creature. It's a bad Its pickle. skin, like it cries out in pain. You see it gets hurt, but very, very quickly, the skin around the wound and, and like the skin all over the creature begins to change like texture and color just a little bit. And mm-hmm. soon like the sizzling and bubbling where the acid is just like stops. So acid does not work. But you did hear it cry out in pain. You notice there's almost like a change in it as as the pickle as the pickle hits it. Um, but that will probably be, that's at the end of your turn, Matt Mercenary. Uh, I think that was all my actions. I I hunted prey, I, I stepped true, out yes. stealthily, but tripped out and then I threw a pickle yes. for, for nothing. Yes. Uh, <sighs> hey, you did one point pickle. of damage. That's more damage than anyone else has done to this creature yet. Yes. Uh, after Matt Mercenary, it is Kanshaka's turn. Kanshaka, oh. you are currently hidden. Uh, you also were on the ground, so you don't. Or no, did you, you climb up or not? Uh, no, we I both ran into each other. For the sake of what's happening, me and Peepa uh, Monty Python did. That's right. <laughs> so you're actually just standing right out. That's right. I forgot you had. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's um, like almost right next to you. So there's one thing that is factual that Kanshaka knows that this thing is not natural, Jim. That's oh, that's so close to a slant. That's so close. Oh, come on, Jim. I'm gonna <laughs> give it to you, but it's really telling right. the line. All right, now now I know where the line is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I know where the line is. Okay. Yeah. Um. So Khan is going to do what he's known for, which he's going to try to grab this thing. He's known for grabbing crazy, weird, swimming alligator dudes? I didn't know that, but I will accept it, and I will need you to make an athletics check or an attack or a melee attack roll, whichever one you prefer against this creature's athletics DC. Unfortunately, the same thing, so... Now, Lamar, you have to grab everything. That is the rule. We know you now for the thing (laughs) that... You're the person that grabs weird things. This is true. Uh, 17 plus 7, 24. All right, uh, barely. This thing's slippery, and it almost gets out of your grasp, but you are able to grab it, uh, and you currently have it grabbed. Reduce flame. You said barely. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know that you can cast a spell while you're grappling. Not in Pathfinder 1. Yeah. While you are grappling, you 
It, well, okay. If that's true, then I would never have done that. That's fine. Okay. I grabbed the fairy many games ago. But, all right, so. Uh, can I, I, I gave you that one because it was like the size of a large grasshopper. Okay. <laughs> this is that? a little bit bigger. This is like the size of Peepa, so. Oh, okay. Oh, oh okay. Then, F, forget everything I just said. Um, it. I cast. I cast produce flame. Can I just use the same roll? Yeah. No. No. I mean, uh, yeah. You know what? I'm nice now. Yeah, you can use the same roll. It, be fair, Jim. Hey, he gave you. He gave you that slant rhyme. Don't you don't tell him to be okay. fair. <laughs> that's that's why. That's why I'm giving Jim the opportunity to change it. No, it's all good. Yeah, you can use it. Um, so that was a what? Twenty four total. Uh. It's 24 or dirty 20, whichever one you want. They they would both hit, so go ahead and roll me some fire damage. All right, what is, I forgot. I've been looking it's a 12, a 15, a nine, or a three, Jim. <laughs> it's one of those things. Whatever Any you of those hit. Whatever you want. Uh, 1d4 plus four. It is, what is this number? It is five points of fire damage. All right, so again, because you've already seen it, Pipa, and now Ikanshaka, you notice it. You hit it with some fire. Uh, it it cries out in pain. It's it's singed. You see its its flesh. It has this sort of greenish tint that now fades and becomes a red tint to its flesh. Um. Um. And. Hmm. Sorry. Um. Oh, I see what's happening. Um. Well, Lamar doesn't. Uh. Barry is going to use the support benefits. Whenever I attack creature, it attacks next to it. It just, that's a natural 20. So ha! It's nice. Good work. So calm with that natural Apparently 20. Just a so 1D, smooth. Right? I'm not. Plus three. <laughs> so plus uh, three. when I attack a creature, it attacks with me. Yes, yes. 1D plus three. So, <clears throat> eight. So when it crits, is it just double total? Yep, or? you double, double everything. Uh, two damage dice, and then double any bonus that you would add to the damage. Two damage dice. Okay. So, so the damage dice is an eight plus a four, which is a twelve plus three to fifteen. If I double all that, it becomes a thirty. Uh, you rolled no. So you rolled two damage dice, right? Twelve. Yep. That's the, the doubling. And so then you double. What do you add to plus his three. damage? Plus what? Plus three. Plus three, so that's six. Plus twelve is eighteen points of damage. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so still a significant hit. <clears throat> Different systems. <laughs> uh, you do notice that even though Barry gets in there and like it feels like it's going to go right for this thing's throat, the creature doesn't seem to like take as like it doesn't seem to be as as critical as you would think. It's certain you you tear away some flesh, but it's almost like this creature's anatomy just doesn't make any sense, and it, it almost like it it just doesn't take as much critical damage as you would hope for. Um. Then. Oh crap! Never mind. Can't do that. That is all the things I can. Do. Oh, I will cast. Because Khan has only done two actions. Yes. Uh, but you can't cast two spells in the same round, can you? Not if they. Not if each spell costs two actions. If you have a one-action spell, yes, you can. I'm going to cast Guidance on Peepa. 
Guidance ah. on Peepa to give her a little boost. Oh. Uh, before she gets to use that little boost, though, it is Fan Ray's turn. Fan Ray, you're hidden. You got a good vantage point. You see this crazy looking creature come swimming through the air, try to bite Peepa, get burned, get pickles thrown everywhere. What are you doing? First, I want to know what this thing is. Sure. The check that we are asking for for that is a religion check. Religion? Uh, yes. Uh, occultism? I'm afraid not. Oh, religion, religion. Got it. Okay. You know, this list of skills is in alphabetical order, and my brain <laughs> didn't work like that. 17. 17. Uh, you know... It's not quite enough, but I would tell you this. You know that this is some kind of outsider creature, um, and it it's it has something to, it's a very chaotic, it has a very chaotic energy, and that's all you can really tell. No other solid information. Okay, and that's my first action, correct? Yes, one, one action to recall knowledge. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. I might as well. I'm going to draw my short bow and take a shot. All right. She shoots. Uh, it is flat-footed to you because you are undetected currently. Yeah. Okie dokie. That is an 18 on the die. 26. Nice. Uh, 26. Very nearly a critical hit. Uh, oh. I'll do it, though. Oh, uh, just a, a hit, though, for sure. Mm. You do get to add that sneak attack. Yay. <clears throat> okay. Well, it's probably not going to be... Yeah, that's... Uh, that is three points of damage. Ah. Oh. How much oh. of that was from sneak attack? Two. Oh. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so you ping this thing with an arrow, and you're, you're expecting it to go, like, right through its eye. But, like... And you hit it, but it's almost like its eye just, like, shifts. Almost like it's not even solidly in its socket. And it oh. just... It, it's like it, you deal damage, you hurt this creature, but you don't get that that critical oomph, that precision just doesn't seem to be as effective against this creature. Mm. I don't like this thing. I don't like it. It is a weird beast. It is a weird beast, that is for certain. Uh, but that was your three actions, so we make our way to Pipa. May I try to figure out what this thing is, noticing how it turns color Oh yeah, um, recall knowledge with, an, with a religion check for me. Okay, oh yes, I forgot, yeah, I totally forgot. I think I have my assistant to help me. <laughs> and then I can use the guidance on it too as well, yeah? That's correct, the guidance will also stack. Okay, here we go. <laughs> oh, oh my God, I'm rolling so bad. Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. Oh, Peepa. I know. This is bad tonight. Peepa plus 20? Good. Huh? How? How did you roll 13 with all the bonuses? Huh? I rolled a three. Yeah. Plus my real... Oh, no. Yeah, it's bad. Okay. Yeah, so sorry, Peepa. You have no idea what you're looking at. It no is worries. weird and scary and bad. Okay, so that's my one action. Um, hmm. Okay, I'm just gonna use telekinetic projectile since that's two actions. I'm gonna grab a book off the shelf and uh, fling it towards it. Mm -hmm. So in the rare bookstore with priceless merchandise all around, you grab one of the books and fling it at this creature with your telekinesis. So let me see if I can, uh... oh, sorry, hold on. <laughs> let me see if <laughs> I can hit it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hold on. What is going 
don't hit it. I rolled a five. Fine. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Oh no. Oh goodness. I uh, I uh, no. I don't hit it. I just fling a book at it. Like goes across his whips across his head. Oh man. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> As we move on to Harry Plopper's turn, I will note oh. that uh, Matt Mercenary has a hero point thanks to Scott Denuso. Oh, nice. There may be some hero points that we're missing. We're running on, we're running on a reduced capacity in our technical sense. So right. if we're missing some things, just I guess yell at us in the chat because I want to get you those those hero points out to where they need to go. But we just there's a lot going on. Uh, so my hero hero point is a reroll, yeah. Yeah, hero points of reroll. You do have one. Uh, I'm sure there are some other uh, ones that we've missed, but you don't. Scott Denuso, a true friend, everyone. Hey, he's, you know what? <laughs> he's you, always Scott. there. To, he's got your back. Thank you, Scott. Uh, Harry Plopper. I... Sorry, go ahead, Fanray. Oh, I was just going to ask <clears> if <throat> I could freely yell at Plopper before he started his turn. Uh, I'll allow it, as long as you're derisive in some fashion. Oh, uh, uh, plop my stuff. What is this thing? <sighs> You're asking uh, him to use 50% of his turn to try to identify this creature. It's yeah. The <laughs> Do you only have two actions? Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. A, I'm a zombie. I'm permanently slowed. Oh. Um, so. I, that is something I didn't know. Yeah, yeah it's ru- it's really rough. I was like, at the beginning of it, I was like, oh, this will be a lot of fun. That's a fun character to play. <laughs> and then uh, it, I have a lot of good things, but there's a lot of bad things, too. The permanently slowed is one of them. Can't uh, die. You're permanently and, slow? That's something I didn't know. Yeah, it's rough. Uh, <laughs> he'll, he'll, like, pop out over and just go, uh, 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 and uh, I need a will save, Jim Jam. A will save for me, eh? A will save. Okay. I'll roll it. That is... Oh, God. Uh, natural one. Critical failure. Oh, yeah. The target falls prone and can't use actions or reactions for one round. Yes. It suffers also from being slowed one and can't use reactions as it is overwhelmed with hideous laughter. <gasps> okay. Uh, fun. Cool. Perhaps now we could figure out what it is. <laughs> you do note. Um, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. I'm sorry, there's something I have to look up because it's it's new to the system. I want to see how it works in this particular thing. Um, it does not appear to be moving any slower, curiously enough. Uh, you note that it has no no penalty to its speed or actions. Uh, in fact, any any effect that would that would prevent it from taking actions or moving uh, does not seem to affect it. However, it does fall uh, prone, so it'll begin okay. its round prone. It's not slowed one. It is not slowed. And it doesn't. Ha- it can still use reactions. It. Uh, I didn't know. It won't be able to use reactions. Okay, still kind of a waste of a yeah. second level spell. No, so right. it can't use this reaction as an action. 
Give him the point. Those are two different words. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sure. That's uh, that's a point for Lamar. Jam, I want you to know I'm abusing the system as much as that's possible. That's fine. Yeah, abuse away. That's what these are. That's, that's also, you, you escaped uh, no and slow. So it's OK. Oh, OK. Well, you know, hey, uh, I can't. Uh, if, you, if you get one, make sure you call them out. Uh, I will say that you can abuse the system because I'm waiting until I get you on one and you lose all of your bonuses and then take additional damage on top of it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an evil GM would, huh? Fair and just. Fair <laughs> and just. Jim, don't be a Tim. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, but Jim, Jim, those are my two actions. So, oh, okay. um, uh, so the creature's prone. Uh, it's laughing hysterically. <laughs> Um, and it cannot use any reactions. Nice. And we will move ourselves right along to the top of the next round. Um, you know what? I'm actually going to say that it cannot use any actions this round. It's not slowed. That I know. Um, but based on, based on the spell you're using and yeah. based on the wording of the ability that I have, I'm going to say that it can't use any actions or reactions this turn. However, it has no slowed effect for certain. That I know. Perfect. So this round is a wash for it. It's it's just laughing, laughing, laughing. And we will move to Matt Mercenary's turn. <clears throat> so I have a question before we start, Jim. Uh, the pickles, do they just like appear in my hand or do I have like, I keep pulling them out? You've got, it's like a... Is it just a... I guess you got like a bag of pickles. Because is it like, is it like I have to... Grab a pickle and that's a that's a turn and throw a pickle that's a turn or can I just grab and throw and that's one? So could I could I throw three pickles? Now I'll I'll say since you literally have no melee attack option, you can throw pickles as if you could as one action. Because I do <laughs> getting do a I pickle in your hand and throwing a pickle is a single action. Getting a pickle <clears throat> and throw okay. Because everything's been taken from me. I guys I yes, was a, you I'm, have I'm no a other crossbow options. ace. I was a crossbow ace. Right back in, back in my youth. <laughs> uh, okay, I like it. Do I now the hunt prey? Hunt prey is still active, or do I have to activate that every turn? No, it is once once you've hunted prey, as uh, it's until it. you switch targets. So or it. it dies, or you know whatever. Love it. So you see, you see Matt Mercer Nary. He notices that that Kanshaka's bear does nothing. He see he sees that. <laughs> <laughs> he peers, peers down at McCree, sees McCree's enjoying his cigar still, doesn't want to bother him. Just decides to grab another spicy pickle, Jim. Grabs another spicy pickle and launches a spicy pickle at this thing. Now that the thing's on the ground as well. Yes. So it actually right. gets a bonus to its armor class against ranged. That's attacks. fine. That's fine. And I just threw my, my die across the floor. So that <laughs> one's gone. That's an 18 pickle. on that's an 18 on the die though. That's cool. a fantastic roll. Good job. Uh, that's a uh, twenty-seven. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. You've done it. Twenty-seven to hit. One d twenty points of acid. One d twenty points of acid. Oh my gosh, we're all doing so bad. Uh, market is another one, Jim. So oh. another one. That was a different die. Come <laughs> on. So I throw. I throw it again. <laughs> see the pickle hit. And again, the pickle does nothing. So this time I know I pull out another pickle. Kiss it before I throw it, Jim. Uh-huh. I throw another pickle. Uh, I wouldn't kiss it. Yeah. I wouldn't kiss it. That's, that's fine. 
Um, what's my, what's my, uh, uh it's fine. It's, it's fine, fine, he says. He kisses the acid. It burns oh. a little bit. It's okay. 19. 19 I, is a hit. Oh, a hit. Okay, this is the one. This is the one here. <laughs> this is the big pickle. This is the one. This is 16 on the yes. dot. 16 okay. points of damage. Nice. Boom! That crushes it. However, Peepa, you see this pickle come in, splat. Its skin changes from red to a green tint. The second pickle comes in, this one getting it right in the back of the head. The acid burns, but it doesn't burn that much. Like it just burns a little bit Ooh. as its skin turns uh, a greenish tint. Oh, that's such a cool ability. Do I, feel I like. it, it really see, is. I love do it. I see this thing? Do you want to take an action to? to no, but I see proceed? that. I see that happen, or no? When I if you want to take an action to make a perception no, I'm check, throwing, Jim, I'm throwing. I'm, I'm, I, I see that that one hit, and I grab another spicy pickle. Spicy pickles. <laughs> and I throw the spicy. Oh gosh! Can I roll in my <laughs> my tray. I, mm. It's difficult trying to hide behind my screens. I'm holding it in my hand now. Uh Oh baby! Oh baby! <laughs> So love, love that we can't see reactions. It's like if I were uh, to just like, all right, here's what we're gonna do for the entire stream. It, okay, so I rolled a 19, but it's a minus one in my third pickle throw. Okay, so, so 18 and 18 does not hit. No, prone pickle goes wide. Prone. Uh, it's prone. Is prone against it range attack? Doesn't actually. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes me sad. And I look down and McCree's just shakes his head at me with a cigar in his mouth. That's my turn. I'd also be sad if I threw that bad. Uh, okay, uh, mean and you get a point for that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after Matt Mercenary, Kanshaka. Okay. Uh, Khan noticed that the that Barry didn't do as much damage. So he's going to cast Magic Fang on Barry. Okay. Making all their unarmed attacks magical and temporary. Yep. And then Khan is going to pretty much do a rock bottom on this thing, just kind of unarmed strike, <laughs> elbow drop okay. onto it. Love it. Uh, just so that Barry also attacks it, basically. Gotcha. <laughs> Gotta manipulate those actions. Yep. Uh, so Khan. Uh, rolls a unarmed is plus uh, 18? That is, a, that is a hit because it is currently prone. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in front of you. So you you strike it with the elbow drop. Uh, now you're just dealing your re your regular unarmed damage. Uh, My unarmed damage is a, yes, is a standard <laughs> minimum damage. So that's three. Okay. I don't know one. And then Barry gets a whole bunch of pluses because of Magical Fang. So it's going to be 2d8 plus 4. And then he has an additional point. Is that how that works? Yes. Uh, man. So that is a 19 on the die. So it's probably going to hit. But is yeah. it a critical hit? Uh... Each time you get a creature, bear strikes creature. Plus eight. So, uh, 
plus eight, 19, 27. Nope, 28 because it's a plus. 28 is, uh, yeah, that would be a critical hit. Yeah! Jesus, so I roll 4d8 now? Because he's pro. No, you roll 3d8. You don't double your, so your extra die from your spell doesn't also get doubled. So four plus, uh, four plus six is 10, plus six is 16, plus seven, 23 points of damage. 23 points of damage. Again, Barry goes in for the kill. You think you're just going to rip this thing's belly open and spill its entrails across the floor. But when you rip its belly, when he rips his belly open, there are no entrails in there. Like you see organs like actively shifting around and avoiding most of the critical damage. Uh, Con being a druid, even though he has no uh, actions left, knows that he doesn't know what this is. So he's just going to move on. That will take us. Uh, this thing is still alive. It's doing poorly. That lost turn cost me a lot. Uh, so we will move on to Fanray. What you got for me? Uh, Fanray first takes a look around at her partners in uncrime and uh, thinks to herself, forgot to ask for the dedicated healer this time. All right. And she would like to, I'm going to drop my bow atop the the bookshelf. Okay. Uh, draw my rapier. And I would like to, if possible, Jim, do the coolest flip off of this bookshelf and stab down on this creature. Okay. Uh, the cool factor of your flip is all up to your acrobatics check. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's okay yeah that's totally okay uh you know what because it's fun i'm gonna add the edge to it so i look even cooler. hey why not <laughs> i hope uh, you check so you don't hit the deck uh it's a 30 Whoa! Uh, that would do it you it is a it is a cool flip that's and yes lamar i did hear your rhyme you, you have another temporary hit point you uh you that is a cool remember? looking flip uh, you are coming down, sword pointed down right at this thing's throat. You do still need to roll an attack roll. Okie dokie. That is a natural 20. <laughs> ridiculous. This is nonsense. Like, I, I don't know how to show you without it falling, but it's, it's, it's a natural good. 20. Ben, go okay. check, Ben. I'm not going to because I am like I, my chair. Am I still considered... Uh, is it still flat-footed to me? Does it know where I am? Uh, it when you shot it, uh, it knew it where knew you were, where and okay. so so you it it notices you. Uh, okay. Yeah. So okay, it's gonna be well, some damage. Well, that's okay because if it survives, I'm sure it will. But it will be flat-footed to me till the end of my next turn. Nice. All righty. It's not surviving. Uh, it might. That's only ten total points of damage. Well, 10 is enough. Oh, uh, even with all this creature's oh, cool abilities, this thing could do so many fun things that I never got to do oh. uh, because Harry Plopper took away my fun uh, <gasps> by specifically job, denying Plop. me the ability to do anything. So good job, Harry Plopper, I guess. I didn't make really you cool. roll the natural one. Hey, it was really cool what you did, Harry Plopper, I guess. I didn't make you roll the natural Good job, everybody. You you thwarted a dangerous creature very effectively, Yay! and it is dead. Like, it just sort of, like, it doesn't melt because it still has form, but like it's weird floaty arms drop. It's skin starts to sag. And like when you poke at it, it it's very jelly like 
this is a really weird creature, uh, but it is dead. Can I roll a knowledge? Or can I roll a religion check now? Yes, you can now roll a religion check. A five. What do I know? Oh, you guys have really not done well on the religion checks, and you know nothing. <laughs> yeah, this is just such a weird, uh, otherworldly creature. Uh, that you just cannot identify. You've never heard of anything like this. You have no idea what the heck it was. It, it, it's a stretch, but can I try nature? Probably won't work. Um, yeah, nature, this is a definitely unnatural creature. Um, <sighs> did, did, uh, Fanray, did you say that you were trained in occultism? I have, I have religion no. and I was going to do a thing. But oh, occultism. Yeah, mercenary might be your only hope. Okay. So, but I just, for that whole thing, Matt Mercenary and even McCree, we just, we saw the most incredible flip off of, like, maybe that anyone's ever seen. For sure. Like, I, like, closed my mouth and Fanray, that was incredible. We have, and then you, you see, you look at McCree and he's, his mouth is open too and his little cigars, like, kind of sticking to his lip and it's hanging down. And could you... Teach me how to do that? Um, I could try. So I, I go up, Jim, and I, I take, I inspect this thing more closely to see what's happening here. And I did, I got a 19. 19. For religion check. You've heard of these creatures before. They are an extra planar type of creature known as a protean. They are, they feed on entropy and chaos. Uh, and this specific type is called an Akizendri. Akizendri are particularly mischievous creatures that love to, they can actually hide within books and emerge. And they like to vandalize texts. They rearrange them. They destroy them. They uh, change the texts uh, within a book to say different things or draw crude pictures in them or just otherwise wreak havoc. Um, you know that, that they are a scourge upon libraries and bookstores and uh, they are the, uh, almost considered like a vermin to be destroyed when, when they get uh, when anybody realizes that they've been infested with such a creature. Uh, a single one can obviously be dangerous. Groups of them uh, are, are a serious problem uh, for, for scholars. Hmm. Uh, you also know that uh, Akizendri will often uh, make, they, they, they not only destroy text, but they collect esoteric knowledge. They know a lot of secrets and and knowledge that other people, uh, knowledge that they destroy and then they're the only ones who know the truth. Uh, and they will often, in order to gain access to new places to, to feed on, they will make deals with mortals where they will um, give you some some secret bit of knowledge that you're looking for, and in return, you give them access to somewhere where they can wreak more havoc on on this uh, or wherever it is that they are. So, so you know that it's a good thing that that you took care of this creature, and you know absolutely the source of all the bookster's problems, like for sure. Great. I I relay all this knowledge mm -hmm. 
and break it down to break it down simply guys there's some sort of crazy chaotic bookworm in here that's basically what that thing was yeah it's a good way of describing it did you just say that generally someone trades knowledge about where a knowledge is for knowledge so it's is it possible that someone actually did this on purpose that's exactly what i was afraid of harry's eating it ew um (laughs) (laughs) nice what what about the acidic pickle juice is that hurting him no uh no the thing is harry like you try to like grab like it's flat it doesn't even really like have flat it's almost just a blubbery mass in your hands yeah yeah, um you do take no joy in the process you also destroy the evidence of this creature's existence Uh, which it was something you specifically needed to complete your job he was hungry well yeah i mean obviously i mean there's there's a good reason clearly I mean, he would leave a little bit, wouldn't he? I could leave I a know. little bit of it. Does he he a technically, we're not attached, so we can just pick up one of the arms. Nice. Yeah. So you leave yeah. its arms. Maybe. Does he do this later. often? Does he do this yes. often, guys? I um eat the dead thing. Um, I I don't know if often, but every time I've been around Harry, he's definitely tried to eat the dead thing. So. so- do we think there's more of these in the books? There could be. Uh, Do, would we know how? Would we know about that, Jim? Would we, we know how to look for them? Uh, it's very difficult to find an Akazendri when it's hiding. You know that much. You know that they can literally merge with text, and uh, while they're merged inside of a book, they can they can speak telepathically with anybody who's holding the book. Uh, but there's no way if you already know an Akazendri is hiding in a book, you can destroy the physical book and expel them from the pages. But if you don't already know it's there, it's there's no real sign of what's happening. Now, here's a real question for you, Jim Jam. A real con- question. As I consume this creature, am I filled with any drawing towards a specific book or, uh, you know, some set of knowledge just pops into my brain because I've eaten something so knowledgeable? What? No. No, you gain no benefit uh, <laughs> of any kind from eating this creature. This is uh, gross. I, I know this is a moot point based on what you just said, but I'm still going to have Barry use its nose, use their nose to sniff around, like sure. sniff the hand and then go at least into the vault to see. No, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's uh, certainly something to try. Um, yeah, but there is Barry doesn't pick up on me any scent or anything that, that alerts you guys. You guys are uh, still sort of locked in the bookstore for the rest of the night, so you can keep a watch on things and see if anything else happens. Um, but otherwise, there's no sign that there's another one of these creatures. Nothing else emerges from any tomes. Um, um, you said, did you say that the vault door opened when it yes, came out? Yes, it, it opened the vault door from the inside. Oh, mm. let's go. Um, if we have the time before anybody comes back, Fanry's definitely going to take a look inside there. And, uh, at least she says she's, I'm, I'm just looking to see if I can find whatever tome or book it might've been to save some, some frustration in the morning when we make our report. Yes. Um, there are two books currently in the vault. Uh, one of them is a very old treatise on uh, architecture, 
in um, in Cavalosha, uh, very likely from the very first days of the city's founding. The other book does catch your attention. Uh, it is a book titled The Annals of House Horvath. And you recall that House Horvath formerly is a, is a, is a, is a now gone, uh, destroyed house that once owned the mansion and property that your family currently and I swear to God, if you guys don't stop laughing at the word annals, I'm going to cut you off. <laughs> that was not me. It no, was Lamar I'm over listening. there. It's Lamar laughing. <laughs> but it was like, it wasn't Four just that. It was the whole thing. It wasn't just annals. It was the whole thing. It was good. It was good. It got the inner You, you me. did it, it to got... yourself. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Actually, um, laughing in game at that. <laughs> Uh, you know, you've heard of House Horvath. You've, you've like lived in their house for your whole life. Um, they were the crazy. Oh ne- yes, necromantic, crazy, family. crazy okay. people. You, they had the crypts beneath the property that you guys went through. Isn't to that get, the thing we killed access. the big giant armor yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah, you had to yeah. kill uh, uh, some undead guardian in the catacombs beneath Fanray's home. Uh, yes, that was it. it was bad news. Miss Fenray, why is every time something terrible is happening, you or your family's involved? More money, more problems. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's I good. heard that part before. <laughs> I've quoted that part number of times. <laughs> that was funny, Jamie. <laughs> Can I give Jamie a temporary hit point? To <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I'll tell you what, since I'm certain that I've missed some hero points, we'll give her one of the floating hero points oh, that wow. I'm sure are out there. Uh, because wow. it was good and it made us all laugh. Thank you. Baron Jest. <laughs> Baron Jest. Um, and do either of those books look messed with, Jim? Um... You, uh, if you want to take uh, a look through them, you can. Currently, they're both just like on display. Um, the the end, the the book on architecture looks very old and fragile, but you could certainly make a check if you wanted to handle it with care. Uh, the other book looks like it's more well preserved. Uh, if you wanted to take a look through that one, um, I'm gonna look at the Annals of House Horvath first, mm-hmm. since it's a little more preserved. Okay. Uh, I see you, Lamar. I see you. You're on camera. <laughs> uh, you start looking through it, and you note that, um, like, some of the initial pages seem normal, except you can't read any of them. They're in some kind of, like, there's some kind of symbol code that they're written in, and then the whole middle part of the book to the end is just blank. Like, there's just this mass of blank pages. All the paper's there, and it, none of it looks like it's been ripped out it doesn't look like it's been vandalized or altered in any way, but there's just tons of blank space in the book. Ugh. Um, Matt, mercenary, do you know of any way to repair lost knowledge in books caused by these proteins? Ooh. As far as you know, Matt, mercenary, once they've gotten to a book, like, that's it. 
Yeah, uh, I don't, which is why they're so dangerous for scholars. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's possible. I think it's all gone now. That's it. They they ate it. It's and you know they ate it. It ate it, and then Harry Plopper ate it. So it's it's really gone. <laughs> Double eating. Hmm. Uh, Exception. Why would you think they were hiding these two books in the vault? Well, uh, make a society check if you want. If anybody wants to, yeah, I am not some. skilled in it, but I'll Same. roll. Uh, you would be surprised how little society Bear Man has. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay. You got it. Sixteen. Nine. Uh, both books are likely here because of their relative monetary value. Um, House Horvath was very, very secretive, and they're pretty famous uh, in occult circles. And um, it, if any, if this is an actual like firsthand account uh, from something from them, it would be worth a lot of money. Very valuable book. Of course, yeah. vandalized as it is with all these all this blank space. If that's like, that might have just completely ruined its its money money value, but. Hmm. Okay. Maybe Can I show the book to the wizard boy? Um, <laughs> <Flop> Meister. <laughs> yes. Would you mind taking a look at these books for me? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, and Harry will detect magic on the books. Okay. There's no magic. Okay. Open up the books. Can I read any of the symbols? Okay. Uh, the symbols that you're seeing are Necrel letters. However, it's gibberish. There might be either it's all been vandalized, like Matt Mercenary said, or it's some kind of double code where they wrote a code in Necrel. Is there a way to, like, do a skill code? Code break. It would take it would take you hours of work, if not days of work, to decode okay. something like that. But it's possible, yeah. Uh, so you know, I'm yes, this is in 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 Necril, um, and uh, the, the words of the undead, um, yes, and I, but it's gibberish. It's not like my textbooks at school, right? Oh, wow. Um, Fanry's at a bit of a loss from this point. Um, She definitely keeps House Horvath in her head. Sure. To ask the shop owner in the morning. But other than that. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, it's been maybe an hour since since this whole thing started. So we're a little, we're we're closing in on 1 a.m., uh, you guys have the rest of the evening to sort of keep watch over things or or just go to sleep, or what do you guys do? I think Harry would like to spend at least a little bit of time trying to figure out the puzzle. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, so Harry sits down with the book and begins trying to decode this, this gibberish. Um, anybody else doing anything specific? Um, <clears throat> go ahead. I'm kind of spending time with Barry, uh, okay. still apologizing for what happened the last time they had an adventure, mm. because it was quite traumatic for the both of them. Yeah. 
Um, and Barry seems to be very worried all the time. There's danger now. Yeah. Like, it's okay, Barry. Look, we have friends this time. Next time, we just have to have friends. Or, and, and if I get caught up again, go home. Just go home, baby. It's okay. I would, I would sit down. I would sit down with Khan and uh, McCree and I would come over and we just have like a little, a little uh, bear, bear party. Bear. I don't know what you, yeah. Like we would bear just bear some bear to bear to bear. <laughs> uh, bear to bear talks. Yeah. Would, does Barry want a cigar? Khan, you want? Uh, cigars, cigars are not good for bear lungs. They're, they don't, well, at least Barry doesn't like them. McCree, I don't know. McCree, are you sure? Did you, did Barry, did B- Barry, have you ever smoked a cigar? McCree loves cigars. Um, Barry, no, no, Barry. All right. Well, we, I just, I just break out some rations and we sit down. I have a snack with, with my bear friends. You only have pickles. Just pickles. It's just pickles, <laughs> man. It's like, yeah. You have, yeah. You have That's right. I have, so you let me have cigars. <laughs> I have no. cigars and pickles. Yeah, you have your emergency supply of cigars, specifically so McCree doesn't go on a rampage through the city. Okay, so cigars and pickles stored on McCree, so that's why they're still there. Yeah, I like it. So let's his bandolier of cigars. Can we just snack? We're gonna snack on some sweet pickles, guys. Here, here's a pickle for you. Pickle for you. Pickles for all. Here you go, con sweet pickle. Harry Plopper sits down with the book. You guys uh, chat amongst each other. You keep watch. You get some rest. Uh, Then the rest of the night passes. There are no further signs of any second vandals uh, or any signs of any other intrusion uh, until the early morning when the door, the the, the front door unlocks and the Happen Freeler rushes into the store. He has this excited look on his face because he's like, he knows that HEI is on the job. Um, and as soon as he comes in and he sees this weird snake alligator cord, well, no, he sees the arms. Um, he sort of <laughs> marvels at them, um, asks you for a very detailed account of everything you saw and everything that happened. Uh, when you mention that the creature came out of the rare book, fall his eyes kind of go wide and he says that, that should be impossible uh but you sort of explain what happened and the way it could hide in the books and he's like oh wow it's it's, it's 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 so strange i mean i i don't understand the only books i really kept in here were uh, untouched this whole time i mean why would a creature go changing text in all of these lesser tomes but but leave this other valuable text uh, untouched i mean when lord mathel donated this book to me i just knew it was special uh, perhaps I, 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 I don't know. Maybe I had uh, uh, other agendas. I don't know. I mean, in any case, uh, the Vandal is no more. And uh, your report should restore my reputation and assure my clients that I was really being sabotaged. So I thank you for your good work. I, uh, so it's a relief to know that not only will I be, not be troubled, uh, but uh, oh. You've you've uh, proven that that it was it wasn't really my fault. <laughs> right, it's not your fault. Uh, we'll swear to it. I'm sorry. My father gave you which of the books? Oh, your your fan Ray Mathel. I never made the connection. That's <laughs> that's that's right. That's that's right. Lord Mathel, your father donated this book right here. Yes, and he points to uh, the book. Uh, the the one that you that that Harry Plopper is studying so so studiously. Yeah, it's a, it was a donation. It was a, quite a generous gift. Uh, I I couldn't believe it when he came in with it. 
Right. Right. Uh, well, uh, is there anything you need from us right now? Uh, no, you've performed admirably. Um, of course, at some point, uh, we'll need you to make your official report with the old zone of truth so that, you know, we can get a sworn statement about the fact that I was not committing any kind of fraud about the books I was selling and I was being duped. But other than that, yes, uh, you're you're free to go. Thank you so much for your for your for your work here. That's what heroes do, friend. And I here have a have a pickle. I throw Excellent. them a, a sweet pickle. They're really Whoa. good. It's like good season. Season. Oh, yeah, he loves sweet pickles. pickles. <laughs> yeah, he, he melts. His jaw melts. Uh, he dies uh, in front of your eyes now. <laughs> oh. Um, but yeah, he seems uh, delighted in your work, and you are free to go, knowing that you've completed a job, but also knowing that perhaps, perhaps Fanry's father is up to no good once again, Mm-mm. somewhere in the city. Now, Fanray, you know that if you want to find your father, there's a place he likes to be almost all the time in various states of sobriety and not sobriety. And that is the Well of Plenty, a tavern in the city. That being said, however, the day is yours. What do you do? Uh, Unless somebody has another option. Fanray's pushing for the group to go to the Well of Plenty, but okay. I would like to know why Fanray's father is always a bother. Alrighty, okay, there you go. That's another temporary hit point. You're looking pretty beefy at these days, <laughs> <Kanchaka>. <laughs> Aim all your attacks to him. <laughs> You're our frontline fighter now. Yeah. Jim is just waiting for that I'm one waiting. mistake. Wait. <laughs> oh, he's gonna. Man. He's gonna crush you gonna so hard. What is it? It's three d six. No, he plus twelve is what he said earlier. God. No, you no, you 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 lose your t- all the temporary hit points, and on top of that, take three d six points of damage. Oh my god! Where did I get plus twelve from? Did we did we go back to Heroic Endeavors headquarters? Did we? Uh, did we... No, not yet. Uh, and you certainly can do that to make your report, uh, or you can follow Fanray's advice and go to the Well of Plenty. The choice is yours. What do you guys choose? To I do? guess. I guess Well of Plenty. I guess my equipment can wait. I have a feeling that Oopsie is behind all this pickle business. And it does not, he always gives me looks. That, he is always giving me these, these, this side eye. I always, and I don't understand if it's me or if it's my bear. But now I have a a bag full of pickles and I don't, I don't understand what's happening. Maybe he (laughs) looks up to you and this is a gift? Maybe. All right. Well, I'll follow. I'll follow sure. it with whatever we whatever so, we decide. You guys been ma- begin making your way through the city towards this tavern that uh, Fanray knows all about, and uh, you find it the Well of Plenty, a tavern that your father Fanray is known to frequent. And as sure as the sun rises, there he is, talking up a foppish duo who quite clearly have money that you know full well your father intends to part from them. What do you do? Oh, um, does anyone have a A pickle? Yes, I have a bag of them. Distraction? I can do that. Well, no, I was just going to say any plan. I I don't think it's smart to just walk in and grab my father and demand answers. Why Uh, not? Oh. 
I mean, if that's what we want to do. I mean, do you guys have a bad relationship? I, I don't really know, you know. You could say it's our relationship is a little strained recently, yes. Hmm. We can we can do we can do one of two things. We can either trick him to bring him out into the alley and then circle him. Or you can go up there like your his daughter and say, "Hey, Dad, can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> you're like, you're his daughter. <laughs> sure, I um, let's attempt the daughter business, and then if we must, we can um, circle him in the alley. Uh, how big is this tavern, Jim? Uh, it's a fairly large establishment. Uh, there are a lot of people here, even during the day. Um, it's it's middle to upper class, so uh, not a lot of people walking around in with swords and armor and uh, blood-covered clothes. So you stand out a little bit. Um, but hmm. uh, HEI has like a we. It's almost like. A, uh, you have a reputation where when people notice your your HEI badges, they're kind of like, ah, we get it. And they almost, if you were just a regular poor person, they would be upset. But you're not. You're heroes. And they respect it. <laughs> we're we can't just we're go right ahead. poor. Um, I'm going to um, tell Barry to go and stand watch at one of the back doors around. Okay. And to let everyone pass except for anyone who looks like us or that guy. <laughs> uh, make a nature check. <laughs> Good luck, everybody else. Uh, plus 11. Ooh, uh, 17. Okay. I mean, Barry goes off into the alley behind the building. Um, you see him go to basically the the back door and it seems like he that's what he'll be doing I guess maybe possibly okay now we don't have to deal with a bear in a chair anyway um shall we go in he's waiting he's waiting for his point yeah. <laughs> I, heard the, I heard the pause I heard bear in a chair and I heard a pause I saw the Mars. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. give yourself a, another temporary hip thank you uh, it's, I, 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 I'm finding I'm finding the line all right written the bleed rhymes okay um well well hey friend um now's better time for a reunion I really hope y'all don't kill us this time um before we go in, is there anything that we should avoid talking about, Leonray, in front of your dad, of course? Uh, no. I don't think so. Okay. I'm just asking because you seem to be very afraid of your own father. No, I'm not afraid of him. He's just an idiot. <laughs> oh. I like that. Okay, let's go. Uh, and Fanray will walk in and walk right up to her father. Okay. Uh, just out of curiosity, are the rest of you with her? Yes. Or are you guys? Okay, so you guys are all in with, in with? Harry hasn't made it there yet. Oh. Harry shows up just as you guys are walking in. <laughs> We're walking in bears blazing. <laughs> bears blazing. Wait, uh, all right. is Harry loud inside? They technically are small person. Young person. Oh, right. Um, 
Ah, uh, it should be fine. Technically, I mean, he can't get drunk because he's not alive. So he doesn't have yep. blood circulation or a liver, liver to process toxins. So, I mean, you know. Uh, so you walk up to, to Walter Mithel, who is talking to these two gentlemen. He looks up. Ah, Buttercup, I was just thinking of you. What brings you to see your dear father? Excuse me, gentlemen. We'll talk business later. My daughter's here to see me. I'm so excited. I haven't talked to you in, in a few weeks. I, I died. And is that that horrible dead boy I see still following you about, eh? You know, my office uh, still stands if you are trying to get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> no, Father. Um, I do have a few questions for you, though. Excellent. So come sit, sit. Uh, bring all your friends. Yes, uh, everybody can sit. Uh, let's let's have a chat. I haven't talked to you since uh, you pulled me out of our burning house. <laughs> Wasn't that an adventure? It was something. Uh, Father, speaking of our burning house, uh, do you remember the family that used to own it? Oh, yeah, of course. Everybody knows the Hall of Aths. Yes. Um, and she she kind of looks... For the first time, Fanry looks around at her companions a little stumped. It seems that, like, a wall has gone up now that she's just <laughs> sitting talking to her dad. Why is he uh, raising his hand, Fanray? Yes, Harry, what? Uh, um, yes, uh, well, hello, my name is Harry Proper, and I'm the boy who died. Um, and well, you see, there's this book, and it's got, um, uh, it was, uh, information from it was taken, and um, do you have that information? Are he looks down at the at the book that you're holding. Ah, oh, yes. Ah, this is what this is about. Oh, you got me. It was supposed to be a surprise, dear Fan Ray. <laughs> ah, yes, yes, yes. Uh, oh, yes, I, I donated the book. Um, I see you have it. I, did you purchase it? I'm surprised the man let it go for... Uh, I hope you didn't pay too much for it. <laughs> uh, no, Father. There was a... A creature hiding in the book that... Yes, yes, a creature hiding in the book. Yes, I am well aware of the creature hiding inside the book. And how did you know about the creature? Oh, because the creature uh, went into the book after decoding all of the information to give to me so that I could get your surprise for you, which, of course, is the Horvath fortune lying beneath the burnt grounds, the burnt cinders of our mansion, so that we could rebuild. And you would have... Uh, family fortune once again. Um, yes, Father, but did you know that by putting that creature in the book, it basically destroyed bound pages and and <gasps> the shop owner Freela? No. You, that's... No. Oh, to think that I would have done something that put Mr. Freeler in some kind of peril... Just go oh, had I known, I never would have made a deal with such a wretched, treacherous creature. That is a real shame. Ah, but I, it seems to me that my own daughter has, has, has defeated this creature, yes? So I guess uh, all's well that ends well, yes? Uh, it seems to have worked out. What are the odds that we would come to this on such an auspicious day? 
Hey, Jim, um, tell yes. me real quick, uh, what would happen if Fanry killed her father in the middle of this tavern? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to try something, too. Yeah, there BRN are some people who would probably applaud you. <laughs> BRN and there are other people who would take you to jail for murder. Sorry, what was that? BRN985 said, eat him, Harry. <laughs> uh, Jim? Yes? Can I roll a, would it be deception check? Because he's acting kind of like sarcastically. Uh, perception would be perception? your, uh, that's that's your, your oh, go-to. Oh, I forgot to change my outfit. Oh, no, this is my outfit. Okay. Yeah, you 16. have a, you have what? I see. 16 plus 8. Plus 8. How many bonuses do you have currently on your person? One. Oh, one. this all counts as two. bonuses? Yeah, yes. each Three. accessory is a bonus. Every what? accessory is a plus one. Oh, yes. wow. I'm going to just pile a whole bunch. Okay. So, yeah. 15, <laughs> that's what he said. I, sorry, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 21, 22, 24, 25, 26. I have three accessories. Yeah. I mean, it's very clear that even if, even if, um, this guy didn't know that this creature had poor intentions. He certainly doesn't care. He clearly would have made the deal even if he did know. Like, this guy, you just get such a sense that this guy, like, he doesn't care because he's already got what he wanted out of it, so whatever. Okay, so then my next thing I want to do is cast Charm on him. Charm, okay. (laughs) I assume that it's going to be a... A will save on my part. I'm actually going to add my edge to this will save. Okay. Sink it. Uh, but with a crag on the die, it doesn't even matter. Uh, yeah, yes! he's, he uh, he is charmed. <laughs> Great. So then I'm gonna I'm gonna lean in and I'm going to like reach over and like tap a fan ray on the hand and go, go on, ask him why he wanted that man killed. What? Uh, sorry, a man died. Oh, sorry. I meant why he wanted to bring Havoc to the library. Oh, right. Um, Father, why would you want to bring Havoc to Bound Pages? You see, darling, it's not that I wanted anything bad to happen to Mr. Freeler. He's a nice person, I'm sure, whatever. He was all too excited to accept the donation. I thought it was really ultimately something that he could work out uh, for himself. I just needed the information from this book. I couldn't decode it, so the Akazendri helped me. And in return, all I had to do was donate the book to the shop. That was it. That was my part of it. And what was the information you got from the Akazendri? See, that's the beautiful part. Do you remember when you were creeping around in the catacombs beneath our mansion and you defeated some kind of horrible undead guardian because you're such a wonderful hero? And I'm so proud of you, darling, really. Yes, thank you, Father. Yes, I do remember. Well, you didn't find any treasure, but we know there's a treasure down there. You defeated the Guardian. Once I got information on how to access the treasure, it's simply a matter of going down there and claiming it. Once we had the treasure, of course, we can rebuild our house and have plenty left over that I, of course, will leave to you when I pass away from this world. Ah. That's all I want is something to leave to my daughter. Leave it to me if you don't drink it all here at the... Well of plenty, I'm sure. Uh, now, Father, have you gone down into the crypts? 
no, that's what I was talking to those two gentlemen about. I thought they could help me uh, go down under the under the house uh, into the catacombs after I've learned how to open up the treasure vaults, which I have, thanks to my ingenious plan. Uh, unfortunate about the books and all, but, you know, it did work. And once I've opened the vault, they would help me haul the treasure out. It was, again, going to be a surprise. A good surprise. Look at all the treasure that we found. But now I won't need them because you're here and you already know, so you can help me claim it, yes? You know, some familial bond might uh, let you get away with not paying me for this job, but if you intend for my, my companions to come along with me, they will need to be paid. Absolutely, of course. And again, you already killed the Guardian. There's not going to be any danger, but that doesn't mean your labor isn't valuable. You'll, of course, be getting some of this. We'll have so much money that I'll pay you... Uh, uh, 15 gold piece. And, my dear daughter, it hurts me that you would say that you're not getting paid. This is our family's wealth. No, this is the Horvath family's wealth. That we bought the property in so ipso facto and the laws of trend, it's ours now. <sighs> well, I'll... Fanray just turns to look at everyone else sitting around the table to check in with them. I've already helped you uh, burn your house down. Might as well go ahead and do crypt keeping. Thank you, Khan. I missed I missed the burning house thing, but you're right. Your dad is pretty weird. I'm in. I'm I'm always I'm always up for a good adventure. And you're my friend, Fanray, and um, I'll always be there to help you. Thank you, Peepa. Yes, Harry. Oh, um, yes, my name's Harry Plopper, and I'm the boy who died, and I, I've been in plenty of crypts. <laughs> so is that a yes? Yes. All right. Sort of leans a little bit closer to you, Fanry, says, you know, we could always seal it back up with him inside. <laughs> he moves pretty slow. We could probably get out of there faster than he can. No, no, no. We're not going to do that. Ah, well. <laughs> but we could definitely keep that plan in our back pocket. Um, all right. I guess we're heading. No time like the present. Let's go get our money. Our money. Let's uh, go. He, he stands up. Uh, he I just have to pay my... I have to... Uh, let me get my money for the... Oh, oh, darn it. Um, you know, what about an advance on some of this treasure we're about to go find, darling? Do you have any any coin on you? How much do you owe, Father? Uh, just three. Three gold. what? Oh, yep, yep. Three gold? 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 <laughs> <laughs> say, Those gentlemen like I was trying to enlist their help, they have very expensive tastes. <laughs> Three gold, like three thousand dollars worth. Khan is, is immediately concerned and wants to do a health check to see if he has alcohol poisoning. Is this That's some intense. sort of exclusive club that you you get the table service and you get bottles and even at a I mean, look? If you, it, it, it certainly is a lot to spend in the bar, but in a place like this, if you want to spend three gold, you could uh, you could spend a lot. You could spend a lot here if you're. 
being foolish like He's this like, man certainly is being. sitting there. As we finish up the conversation, out comes the tray of lobster and a <laughs> nice steak, surf and turf, and all of a sudden. Uh, Fanray will go to the bar and pay her father's tap. Ah, excellent, excellent. Don't worry, it'll come back to you in spades, darling. In just a few hours, we're going to be rich, rich, rich. I don't think I've given anyone three gold in my life. (laughs) Uh, And he is happy to leave the tavern. As you guys exit, uh, you look over in the alleyway where you see there are a couple of, um, it looks like, Barry has plopped down in front of the door he was guarding. And it looks like you can hear some like yelling and grunting and straining as people from inside are trying to push it open. And Barry, but Barry don't care. He just like, yeah. uh, they can't budge him at all. <laughs> I got, I got uh, it. <laughs> all right, Khan just goes over to Barry and he goes, good, 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 Barry. He hugs Barry. And then he, uh, we're going to, we're gonna race back to our friends now. You ready, Barry? You gotta go real fast. One, two, go! And it runs as fast <laughs> as possible around as, the corner. <laughs> as soon as he leaves the door, of course, the door comes bursting open, and like four waiters come tumbling out uh, into the alleyway, falling all over each other. Oh, uh, you can prevent rush. forest fires! <laughs> as you all look it and make your way to the burnt cinders that were once Mithel Manor. Now a charred shell of itself after a mob burned it to the ground several months prior when they believed that your family, Fanray, was being ruined to the city. The grounds still belong to the family, but your father did not have the funds to rebuild. Perhaps, though, that's something that is soon to change. The only way to access the catacombs that your father has been talking about is through the mausoleum that you went through that fateful day when you came to rescue Lord Mithel. The passage is still open after all this time, and it does not appear that anybody has been here since you last came through. Once you make your way down into the tunnels, it takes a moment to orient yourselves, but you recall the way through the labyrinth, the labyrinth and eventually find yourselves beneath the basement of the charred house. Some of you may recall a malevolent guardian that nearly cut you down in this very room, and the memory sends a chill up your spine. Lord Mathel, however, marches into the room without any such concerns and makes his way to an elaborate Horvath crest set into the floor and pulls out a small journal from his bag. He opens it, turns to give a wink to the group of you and begins to read aloud. Neath earth, the dead sleep. Neath earth, the living now walk. Open ye in Sion's name, the legacy of darkness I come to claim. Oh, I feel a little bit stronger some for some reason. Suddenly, the Uh-oh. ground begins to rumble. The crest in the floor begins to shake and drop into the stones. But slowly, very methodically, so that it forms a spiral staircase that descends deeper beneath the ruins of House Mithel. Walter Mithel himself jumps and hoots with joy, clapping his hands as the way opens. What do you all do? This is it, darling. That, see, this is it. It, it was, I was correct. There's treasure down there and we're going to get it all. <laughs> Why do I feel like a lich is going to come along and try to take over my dad? Absolute nonsense. (laughs) I have uh, a a keen mind. No influence could ever overcome my mental defenses. Jim Jam. 
Harry will uh, ever so cautiously step to the edge and look down. Sure. There is a spiral staircase that descends deep into darkness. Just at the edge of your vision, you see that it comes to like a, there's a stone, there's an end, there's a floor down there, but it's the, you can't really from this angle really tell much else about the space down there. Uh, 21 for perception and for hearing anything. Sure, or... yeah. You don't hear anything but like a soft uh, rush of air that vaguely sounds like the exhalation of a deep, long-held breath. Yeah, no. Harry's used to undeath, so he'll <laughs> shamble down there. Okay. You begin shambling down the stairs. Uh, what are the is, it dar- is it dark down there? Oh, it's dark. Yes. I can cast light. Um, I'm going to pluck a leaf off real quick. Okay. And cast light on it. And okay. then let it go down the staircase to see sure. if we see anything else. That's sure. fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, it floats down there. You all can now see sort of what Harry Plopper is seeing. Unfortunately, again, because of the angle, all okay. you can see is that the spiral staircase goes down. It does have an end. It's not like a bottomless pit or anything, but uh, you can't really tell anything else because of the angles that you're at. Okay, well, I can um, put light on someone else if they want to go first. I think, yeah. I think that, that little, little Plopper's already... It doesn't count. <laughs> oh, yes, it's okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, kinda, I, I would lean into Fanray and say, I don't trust your dad. Do you, do you trust your dad? I get the feeling something something is afoot here. Something is, doesn't feel right. Something is um, also a hand. Khan is going to... Uh, basically kind of use produce flame as a <laughs> makeshift light. Sure. What he wants to do is he wants to produce flame and just kind of casually chuck it a couple feet in front of them. Okay. So they know what's coming up. Sure. Unless anyone Give yourself has. a little heads up with the light from your produce flame. Uh, while you are doing that, I will note that Furash has donated $10 to give two edges for the mercenary so he has a bit of an edge in the end. So that is nice. 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 edges Tobias. from that mercenary. Tobias. The pickles are certain to strike true now. You know what? Uh, and we are being we are being now followed by Lord Mephist... I was just talking about names. Lord Mephiston, I Thank think. Thank you. <laughs> but thank you. Welcome to the channel, man. All right. Uh, so you've got light from Produce Flame. You've got light from Peepa's Spell. Harry Plopper can see in the dark, so that's not too much of a concern. Uh, what are you guys doing? Uh, Fanray is going to head down after Plopper. Okay. Heading down the stairs. I'm following, I'm following Fanray down. I'll cast following light on Fanray's uh, sword, and then I'll follow behind Matt. Sure. Uh, me and the bear come at the back. <laughs> All right. Trusty McCree is at my side. Uh, both of you note that as you try to go down the stairs, the bears seem incredibly uneasy. Oh. Mm. If you what want time them is it? to follow what time you, is it, Jim? what time is it, Jim? Uh, it's about <laughs> noon. Oh boy! It's about noon. Oh, so. I know exactly how to fix this. McCree is all agitated and <laughs> grumbly, and he doesn't want to go. Mm-hmm. And of course, McCree. It must be high noon. It's right. It's high. So pull mm-hmm. out one of his cigars. It's the only thing I have other than pickles is cigars. Yeah. And uh, light up the cigar. Give, take a puff and give give McCree a cigar. Does that 
remedy the situation? Does he seem? You no, know, he still seems incredibly. And you notice that it's Barry too. Both of them are like not wanting to go down there. You could try to push them to do so. You just need a nature check. Yeah, I will. I'll try to. I'll try to sue them. Okay. And get him to go down. Natural twenty. Hi. Natural McCree, twenty on the nature check. McCree starts tentatively walking down the stairs, and it looks like okay, all right, I'll follow you. Makes it uh, a Barry's. Yeah. Barry's not trusting. Hey, it's twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. All right. Uh, Barry's like, you know what? If Barry, if McCree can do it, I I don't want to get shown up. Uh, I'm going down there too. Both bears begin ambling down the stairs after the lot of you. How long does that last? Uh, you descend the staircase, and motes of dust are still swirling through the very dark air. You come to a very small chamber of sorts, with a closed stone door at the far end. The door is covered in runes, barely visible in a very, very thick layer of undisturbed dust. What do you do? Are the runes in necro like the book was? Uh, yeah, do you want to go inspect them? Sure. Okay. Yes. Amble up to the, shuffle your way over to the door. You have to brush away a lot of the dust and the cobwebs, uh, which doesn't bother you too much because you don't really breathe. But anybody else standing there is coughing and hacking after as you get done. Uh, and this is indeed Necril ruin runes, and uh, you you can read these ones. These aren't just a jumble of nonsense. These ones say, "The first treasure of House Horvath lies beyond." Those who stood against our wrath, those who tempted fate and felt the sting of our power, trophies taken forever ours. What do you do? Uh, Harry will relay that information. Okay. And then look for a magical trap on said door. Make a perception check. You're a perception check. (laughs) And Ray, I hate to say this, but your family sounds a little evil. Well, my family, that's a little less um, sure, but the Horvats, yes, I'm, I'm getting the same feeling. Okay. Yeah, the, uh, uh, so Pipa, you would know that the, the Mithels and the Horvats have no relation whatsoever, mm-hmm. um, but the, the Horvats were very, very famously, um, like, they were into some dark stuff. They eventually died out, no remaining heirs, uh, their whole past is really shrouded in mystery. Their home uh, went up for auction since nobody nobody was there to claim it, but nobody would purchase it because they believed the grounds were cursed. Uh, however, it was such a steal that Lord Mithel thought, well, surely ah. I will purchase it, uh, okay. make a little bit of money on this. Uh, and ever since, they've owned the house. So. Okay. Jim Jam, I didn't get a very good roll, so I'm going to use my hero point. Yeah. Uh, re-roll because I think finding a magical trap would be very important. Yeah. I did two worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good news is you don't find a magical trap. Yay. Um, Jim, real quick, would it be possible to roll a society check to remember if the Horvaths were known for being involved in any conflict, whatever enemies they're talking about here. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's a nine. Uh, you're not really certain. You know that you know enough to know that 
it's likely the Horvaths had a, a fairly conflicted past. Um, you can't remember who specifically, but there were like, especially when rumors of some of the dark stuff they were getting into, they, they grew so powerful and influential that there were like efforts to destroy them uh, because people thought that they were evil necromancers and they were doing dark stuff. So like there were battles and wars in the early days uh, this is pretty ancient history, but but there were people that like there were there there was uh, there were attempts to destroy these people from various churches, from various houses that thought they were evil, from you know. Yeah. Eventually, that all kind of died down, and over time, things sort of stabilized. Um, but yeah, there was there was there were problems. Uh, Khan Shaka wants to say a quick prayer to prepare for the affair of this despair. Okay. All right. All right. And there Harry you go. will open. Go ahead and add that. Uh... Harry will open the door unaware. Okay. Ah, uh, I wish I'd give that to you. <laughs> I wish I was able to give that to you. Harry Plopper pushes open the door, <laughs> and it opens. Surprisingly, despite its age, despite its obvious disuse over who knows how long, the door swings open with barely a whisper of stone on stone. And you see now before you in the light, in the flickering light of Kanshaka's produced flame and uh, Pipa's magical light, you see a huge dark chamber. Standing on display are dusty armored skeletons. There are four of them on foot, but the true showpiece is one sitting astride a skeletal steed. What do you guys do? Nice. They're going to come to life. Yeah. Is Fanray's dad down here with us? No. You look around, you don't see him. Great. Where, Fanray, where did your dad go? Uh, uh, did he close us in, Jim? No, the stone staircase okay. is still there. Like you look behind you, you could still go back up. Uh, I guess he thought the danger was not for him. He did so say you hear he a distant strong, call. Though. Did you find the gold? Are there lots of gems? Do you need oh. help bringing it up? No, father, stay put. Will um, do. Let me know when you find the money. Um, Harry, can you detect any magic in this room? Detect magic. Oh, I can detect uh, magic too. You detect no magic in the room. Uh, oh, poo. <coughs> <No. coughs> we can just go forward. Are the bears extra? Are McCree and Barry extra agitated at this? Uh, they Do look they like seem- they're still. They, they don't look comfortable, but they're willing to follow you after after you coax them down here. Um, um, they don't seem to be any more agitated than normal, but they're clearly still agitated. Jim, yes. How far is it from door to group of armored people? Armored. Uh, the nearest uh, armored skeleton is maybe forty feet away from you. There's two of them standing. Of course, it is. Um, just at the very edge of light. Ariel shamble in there. All right, you shamble in there. Nothing happens. You shamble across the room. Uh, you can see uh, with your dark vision, 
which gives you a little bit more range of sight. It's a really big room. Uh, most of it is surprisingly empty. You do see that there are a lot of maybe like piles of bones where other skeletons once stood, but it just couldn't stay standing through the, the tests of time. Um, you do see that uh, it gives the room a very open, empty feel, but uh, there is on the western wall of this very large chamber another stone door, and you can see that it also is marked with glyphs and runes that you can recognize to be Necril runes. Harry will walk over to that door. Okay, you guys watch as Harry Plopper makes his way uh, about to the middle of the room, then turns to the left and begins walking. Uh, he sort of disappears beyond the edge of your light. What, what, if there, what if there is nothing in this crypt and Jim has just created a scenario that is visually frightening for us? <laughs> so we just like, we just don't want to go forward. These things but are there's coming nothing to life. there. I know. Um, as soon as Harry leaves our sight, Fanry will enter and okay. try to catch up so she can keep eyes on him. Right, so you rush forward, realizing the Harry Plopper disappears. Uh, but you you catch up to him. Uh, your sword, your glowing sword, uh, casting a, a light on him just as he's getting to this door, wiping away the dust, giving you a nice cloud of dust to breathe in while he reads these runes. Uh, and Harry, you see the second door says, "The second treasure of House Horvath lies beyond the strength of Iridul." the true Lord and law of this world. Bend knee to the reckoning and be rid of chaos. Relay that to Fanray, okay. but also would like to make a society check. Uh, society know. or religion would also be good ones for yeah, this. Yeah, I'd like to try. That's a 19 for society. You know what? Make it a 21 Jim Jam with my two edges. Ooh. Two edges for 21. Nice. 19 for me. 19. Well, both of you definitely hone in on the word Iridul. Iridul is uh, the lawful evil god. Um, he is uh, known as the Iron Tyrant, uh, worshipped in some kingdoms. Uh, there was once a push to to have his religion be the official religion in Thaspir, but that was that was that never came to be. Um, which a lot of people consider a very lucky thing because Iridul actually, I mean, it's, 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 it's fascism. It's, it's dark. It's, it's not the evil, like, uh, you know, killing people in the streets for no reason, chaotic evil, but it's definitely the, like, you broke laws. So now we'll break your hands. And if you break more laws, we kill you. And, you know, we throw you into pits forever. And, you know, you have to live by a very strict, strict, strict code. And it's a very militaristic society, not a way that people in Thaspir would take to in these times or any times, but there was once a push to, uh, to come under the rule of Iridul as it um, uh, is worshipped in other kingdoms, so. Um, Fanray will take a few steps back and wave furiously for the rest of the party to catch sure. up. Uh, I saw a pushing motion from yeah, Harry yeah, Plopper, yeah, yeah. which leads yeah. me to believe that as you're stepping back, he's pushing this door open, uh, which indeed does open just as easily as the other one. Uh, the, the rest of you, you see Fanray waving you forward. What do you do? I scoot forward. Okay. Carefully, though, I, I make sure McCree kind of stays in close behind me and we don't touch any of the right of the skeletons. You oh, make your way into yeah. the chamber, watching the skeletons. 
their empty sockets seeming to watch you as you pass, silently and still, none of them moving, none of them coming to attack. Though you do notice an odd thing that, like, they're all wearing, like, ancient dusty armor and, like, the rotted remains of tabards and, and crests and sigils, and all of them appear to be different. Um, the ones that are still standing are all look like perhaps they were from different houses, different families, perhaps different people who tried to rise up against House Horvath and its past and met a grisly fate now mm. standing on display forever down here. Mm. You make your way over to this new open door and Harry Plopper, you see before you a second chamber. This next one is not nearly as large as the one you're currently standing in, but it's not less impressive than the trophy room that you currently find yourselves in. There is an iron altar upon which sits an iron-bound book, and atop that, a black iron gauntlet. The walls are carved with depictions of supplicants submitting to the judgment of some great iron-clad figure, the crimes of these sinners published, punished by warriors all bearing a single black iron gauntlet. There is another door on the far end of this chamber. What do you do? I think they're uh. muted. You gotta, you gotta shamble. Uh, you gotta shamble over there, a little plopper. I, uh, that I think Harry, you know, his studies are quite important to him. Yeah. Um. Are you gonna go look at that book? I think he's gonna go look at that book. Uh, sure. We gotta go look at that book. Yeah, gotta go look at that book. There's this heavy black iron gauntlet, like twice the size of your hand, lying atop it. Uh, but is there like a title on the book or like? No, it's just it's just blank iron plate that for that makes the face of this book. Uh, can he remove the gauntlet Ooh. from the book? Yeah, you reach out, grab the gauntlet in both. I, hands. You have to hold it in both hands. I ready too spicy I have, pickles. I mean, Jim, I, mean, I ready too spicy pickles. Strong, even <laughs> still. Okay. Uh, you, you grab it with two hands, you, you move it off the book, and it clunks onto this iron altar. Just a solid piece of unadorned iron. And okay. the, the metal clangs on metal. Okay. You reach over and grab the heavy plate over the dusty pages of this tome. Yeah. And it creaks open. And you can hear the cracking of the glue that binds the pages as you open okay. it. Okay. And inside, written... In black tech, in black ink, very tiny scrawl, you see the beginnings of the first chapters of the Iron Text, which is the holy book of worshippers of Iridul. Okay. Gonna come back and get that later. Um, but then he'll move on to the next door. Are we all caught up and together, though? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we're all here. I, I'm holding two spicy pickles. <laughs> Nervously oh, looking around, ready for anything. Khan, for some reason, is really petting Barry, like ready to cast shit at me. <laughs> I feel like you all are using me as a canary, and I'm just like flying. <laughs> you in there. Here's the thing. I will push the door open if you feel insecure about it. No, I'm I'm fine. I'm uh, like I I feel right at home here. So everyone, everyone, we're all agreed that we're using him as an undead meat shield, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a wizard. <laughs> but you can't, from what I understand, you can't die. I'm a wizard. We now depend on Moldavort for him to provide you to us. <laughs> we can send you forward. 
Uh, you should be giving him a percentage of our <laughs> paychecks <laughs> with the door. Oh, God. What does the third door say, Jim Jam? The third door, you move up, you dust it off. The third, uh, the third door says, the third and final treasure of, Horse, of House Horvath lies beyond. Be warned, you have yet to earn it. Enter not the vault of House Horvath, lest you have the strength to claim its prize. He um, relays this information to Fanray. Do you think we're supposed to wear that black gauntlet in terms of strength? Was it one solid piece, like, sculpted to look like a gauntlet? Oh, or could sorry. you actually no, wear it? No, you could wear it. Yeah, no, you could wear it. You know that uh, worshippers, clerics of Iridul, paladins of Iridul, uh, uh, wear them as holy symbols. Put that bad boy on. I, I would, but I don't like metal. Henry will go pick up the gauntlet. Okay. Uh, she won't put it on yet. She's going to wait to see what's in the next room. Okay. Before putting it on. Okay. Do it, Tony Stark. Do it. The door creaks open as, as silently as all the others have. And now you are looking at a long, narrow, dark chamber. Stone statues of stern looking men and women, perhaps Horvath ancestors, stand on either side of this great hall. At the end of the chamber is a large chest of polished wood bound in platinum filigree. The chest itself might be worth a small fortune, let alone whatever's inside. What do you do? How many How many statues are we talking about? Uh, probably a, a dozen on each end. It's a very long hallway. It's uh, plopping. So it's plopping. 24 total statues, maybe. All of them look in pristine condition. See, That's see. even scarier. Eric, this is what you don't understand. If I'm behind, I have to use like eight rounds of combat to get up <laughs> into the combat. So I have to be the first one in. Gotcha. So Harry will shamble up towards gotcha. the chest. Can right. I detect magic in this room? Uh, you detect no magic in the room. What? Does Barry sniff? It? I asked Barry to sniff for any other life forms other than us. Uh, sure, make a nature check. Also, we didn't check for magic on the gauntlet in the book. 19? I... 19. Um, you know, Barry's super agitated. You can't really tell what specifically is making him agitated, but he doesn't, you don't get the sense that there's like immediate, immediate danger that he knows about. Like he doesn't hone in on like a corner in the room or like growl at some creature or anything like that. Can I detect magic on the gauntlet? Sure, you cast detect magic. You're looking. You don't sense the. You don't sense the presence of any magical auras around you. There's no magic, Van Ray. I'm telling you, magic. this is just a quest to go down here, get treasure, and leave. And there's nothing bad. No, there, Jim wait. wouldn't do that. Is plop? Is that no. ploppers? Does plopper say that to us? <laughs> no, ploppers <laughs> just shambling forward. So uh, there's this story that my parents used to tell me about this lady named Pandora, and they have this box. And when they opened this box, everything went terribly. Um, 
Let's he just might wait. Here he's at the box, like, open it. That's Kansan. Let's see what happens. I'm holding my two spicy pickles. Just uh, at this point, uh, just so I know Harry Plopper went forward, and you're basically at the box now. Uh, is anybody else up there with you? or are you I will own? be shortly behind. Okay. Everyone is so afraid. We're... So I, I'm holding two pickles okay. with McCree at my side, back with uh, it, probably Pippa and Khan, like back towards the entrance. Yeah. I don't think I went into this. <laughs> okay, you're not in the hallway. Okay. Khan, want to come in here? No. I'm watching. I would be like, wait, like Famray has the light on her on her sword. On though, my so sword. Like, uh, so Khan Shaka is producing. Khan Shaka yeah, has okay. So. Uh, Khan Shaka is actually going to get as far as like in between the two as possible. Khan's going to be towards Fanray and Plopper, and Barry's going to be towards Mercenary and Pipa, so right. that we have the option of rather to help or flee. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Fanray and Harry Plopper, you are standing closest to the chest. Harry Plopper, you're obviously right in front of it. It's beautiful. It Like, clearly, like, this alone is probably, like, you could stop working for a year if you had uh, somebody who would pay full price for it. Uh, and it's big. It's big, so whatever, like, if there's, if it's actually full of treasure, like, that dude wasn't kidding. There's a lot of money here. Uh, is there anything written on the... Nope. No writing, no... Uh, the lock plate looks really weird. The lock plate doesn't look like a normal, because it's, it's got, like, a latch and a lock, but it looks like it needs some kind of specific key. Uh, it doesn't look like you could just, like, open it with a normal key. There's, it has so some it, kind of weird impression in it. Huh. Uh, detect it, magic on the box. Uh, you don't detect any magic on the box. Okay. But the, we can't it, open it. Doesn't look like you could open it here. Okay. There are two big platinum handles, one on either side of the chest. Is Can I tell anything from the impression in the lock that you would need to put something in it that... Yeah. You haven't seen anything that looks like it would go in this impression. And what you can tell is that, like, you you know how you're way around a lock. Like, your tools aren't getting through this. Like, you need, like, there, there's some kind of specialization required to get this open. All right. Well, I guess we just, what? <laughs> um, yes, well, uh, my name's Harry Plopper, and I'm the boy who died. Do you want to carry this up with me? Yes, that's exactly what I was about to say. Oh, I'm very sorry, very sorry. Uh, and Fanray will reach down for one of the the handholds. Okay. So will Plopper. You both grab a handle mm-hmm. and strain, and the, the chest lifts up off the ground. And it is that moment <gasps> that everybody hears a sound. It sounds a lot like... Oh, and it keeps Harry. going and going and going and reverberating louder and louder throughout the air. And I need everybody to roll initiative. Yep. Yay! 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 Oh, right, <laughs> no. 15. 28. 16, 17, Jesus. 18, 22. 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 26. And that's my three accessories. <laughs> 26 hey. for Pippa. <laughs> Wizardly oh, yeah. 21. Oh, that's actually pretty solid. Oh, my goodness. Uh, sorry, Fanray? Uh, Fanray's real thrown off. 10. Okay. 
Uh, Matt Mercenary? Uh, uh, 28. Wow, Matt Mercenary was ready. He's like shaking, was, uh, he's got the pickles in his hand. He's too like, spicy ah. pickles shaking in my hand. That's all I got is a bag of pickles and a bear. Hey, hey, Jim, before we get started, I'd like to say that that West chest that was at rest was the best test. Thank okay. You. All right, uh, you can count up however many uh, extra hit points you're going to need for that, <laughs> and that's fine. Uh, Kajaka, <laughs> what is your what is your initiative? 22. 22. You guys all did pretty solid. Now, here's the way this is going to work. You don't see a creature, but things are happening, and it's scary and dangerous for sure. 100%. If you're carrying that box, you are both going to move simultaneously on initiative 10. If you have a higher initiative, you can choose to act, but if you act independently, you have to drop your side of the box. And two people are required to carry this thing. It's heavy. And it's big. And I'm slowed one. And your dad and Harry Plopper is slowed, so it's going to be a long journey. Matt Mercenary, you are the first to react. Now, you are out in the shrine, are you not? You hear this horrible groaning sound, and there is a burst of, like, crimson red light all around you in this oh. shrine of Iridul, centered around this now pulsing iron altar. And I need you, my friend, to make a will save. Oh, no, Jim. Ah, ah, Jim. Oh, uh, oh. My... that was great. Uh, 25. Okay, you're, you're, you're good, but you do feel as if a little bit of your strength is being sapped away. Oh. Uh, you are enfeebled one. Ah, no! 25, oh my God. Uh, that was a success. Sometimes even success comes with some negative consequences. Oh my God. Uh, Enfeebled one, does that just bring me down everything by one? All of your strength-based stuff. So melee attacks, uh, athletics, any strength-based activity that you do is gonna, and and melee damage is gonna be reduced by one. It's a good thing I'm throwing pickles, pickles, Your pickles are energy damage, so you got that. Good thing I'm throwing pickles. Uh, But Uh, it is your action, what do you do? What do I see? and, And just so you guys, like the whole place is now rumbling and shaking. Wait until it go. Uh, everyone, we need to get out of here mm-hmm. quickly. I don't feel very well. Uh, I believe McCree's probably dancing around, ready to to. Vote. Oh yeah, McCree's freaking out. Uh, do do I see anything uh with them with the chest coming towards us? Do I see anything that I way? I mean, you see them lift it. They're at the. They're about sixty feet away beyond all these statues on either oh. side of this chest. I I turn I turn and face back towards the room with the skeletons. Okay. Pickles ready. Pickles ready. What do I see? Are these things uh, alive? Make a perception check. Uh. <laughs> so dark in there. Uh, 20, 27. And I guess, yeah, I would be right. looking into darkness because... You're looking into darkness, so you don't see anything, but you hear... Oh, oh, oh. That's terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I I try to I try to go go in and to the side into that room. Okay. Uh with pickles ready. I can't see anything, right? So Yeah, it's total darkness. Can can I remember back 
at the layout of the skeletons and just throw a pickle into the darkness. You as want to I'm throw saying. a pickle into the darkness? I'm gonna say it's a uh, because you're you're you you don't you have any way of seeing into this room really. You're just going on pure memory. I'm gonna say they have concealment, uh, but even even more than usual concealment. You're gonna need to uh, pass a DC 15 flat check on the die to right. target a creature All successfully. Right. All right, I'm I'm uh, taking a, a spicy acidic pickle. Let me check this check. 15 on the die, Jim. Okay. Uh, that that meets the DC, so you can now make an attack roll. Oh, my gosh. And I just want to remind you that you've got a, bu- a couple of buffs. You've got I three do. edges. This is true. Now, did that, that 15... Okay, never mind. I'm just going to... Because what's the concealment now? Okay. Just, that's... You're just making an attack roll now. Okay, 17, 17 on the die. Okay. Plus my nine. So 20, okay. 26. You try to have like a mental map of of the room and you just chuck a pickle where you think one of these skeletons was. And you don't hear anything, but a pickle has disappeared into the darkness. How much damage does it deal? Okay, damage time for pickles. Uh, come on, pickle. That one was the best. No, is that the 13? 13, 13? okay. No, that's not bad. Good. Well, I don't know, though. I don't I don't know. You don't know. I mean, like, you you throw a pickle, you hope. I throw a pickle into the darkness. Yeah. And I, so I moved, I moved, I threw a pickle, and I'm You also did another. a perception. Yeah, you did a oh, per- perception. Yeah, you, would have, okay. you would have had to do a perception check, but yeah, so that, that, that that's takes all up my an action as well. Okay, I that's it for like- me. That's it for I feel like throwing pickles into the darkness is a country song I just haven't heard yet. Right? <laughs> I got a bear. I got a bear in a pickup truck, and I'm throwing pickles into the darkness. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> After Matt Mercenary's epic turn, we have to turn our attention to Peepa. Peepa, okay. you are standing there. Um, suddenly, you're looking at, at Fanray. She's glowing. Her, he's got her glowing sword in one hand. The room around you starts to glow red. You look back at Fanray in a panic, and the light on her sword winks out. <gasps> and I need you to make a will save. Mm. Oh my god, I'm gonna use my hero point! Oh my god, I rolled a one. I'm gonna use my hero point. <laughs> oh my, oh my god. god. Oh my god. Thank you. Thank you. Hero point. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Nine. Where's my will? Nine. At your nine. costume stuff, too. Yes. So nine plus eight. 17. 17. 18, 19, 20. 20 is a success. So you are enfeebled one. Okay. Uh, you feel a little bit of your strength sap away, but your spell, something like interrupts your spell and it's just gone. And now the whole room before you <sighs> is cast in complete darkness. You see Matt Mercenary rush over, chuck a pickle into the pitch black room beyond. What do you do? Uh, I'm gonna uh, try to cast light again. I'm gonna cast light on my um, on myself, on, on my okay. necklace. Sure, yeah. Your necklace begins to glow with that purple radiance, uh, giving at least your companions something to, to strive towards as they move through the darkness. And then uh, do I have one action left or is it? Uh, two actions to cast that spell, so you have one left. Yeah. 
I'm going to start uh, singing. I'm going to inspire courage. Singing. Now, what's the radius on that? Oh, no, don't say that. Okay. Um, where Forever. is it? <laughs> Forever. 14 miles. I'm looking. I'm looking. Where are you? That's where is 4, it? 4,700 kilometers, if you're interested. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Hold on. Basically to the moon and back. Ah, sorry. Okay, 60 feet. 60 feet. 60 feet. Okay, sorry. so Harry Plopper and Fanray are currently still right at the edge oh. of that radius. It's much. good for them. Good for them in these dark, dark times. Uh, Khan Shaka, where were you? You were sort of halfway across the room, right? You I was, were sort of I, I was trying to be right, I was trying to be in the middle of the two. So you're momentarily cast in pitch black darkness as Fanray's light goes out, but then another light, bing, behind you at least, but you can't see Harry Plopper and Fanray. <laughs> They're like, this inky black. Okay. Uh, before that happened, the handles on the chest. What? Is that... A handle that could be held in a mall? <laughs> uh, no. You're not sure. You didn't really get close and inspect things. You were hanging back. All right. I still think this is a better idea. Uh, I'm going to spend an action to tell Barry to get to get the handle from Plopper and help move the chest instead okay. of Plopper. I need you to make a nature check. That is see if you can push Barry to go. Unfortunately, very fair. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm going to please say I have an edge. I'm going to use my one edge to bump this also, up. Oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead and say what you're going to say. If it was that bad, you do have a hero point. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Roll as well. Use it. It's not that bad. I just want to make sure it's a success. So I have a six on the die, which would make it a 17. 17. I mean, under the conditions, Barry is like not willing to leave your side. I'll, I'll use a hero point then. All right, he goes for the reroll, hoping for a better result. And Jim burning up these hero points. That's much better. Uh, 24. All right, so Barry, like, at first doesn't seem to want to live your side, but you give him the stern look, you tell him to be a brave bear, and you make him. And he goes marching forward. And as he moves, he gets just to the edge. Of, he's about to disappear into complete darkness when one of the statues swings uh, down you with a glave. Uh, and and Barry is flat-footed currently because he did not know this attack was coming. So his armor class minus two. Oh. Yikes. Uh, that is going to be 21 to hit. Oh. It hits Barry. Oh, my. All right, this glaive comes down, oh, slamming into Barry, cutting deep into his bare flesh. Oof. That is going to be... 12 points of damage as the statue... And you can see very slowly it begins to, like, reset. Machine! Uh, Barry, though, uh, continues his movement. Perry Plopper, you see a bear come, like, up next to you. Uh, and it is technically your initiative right now, but if you're going to act, unless you're going, the, the only way you can take actions is you drop the, uh, the, your side of the chest. But I can it drop was, it as a... Jim, are you going to If you drop it as a free as, action, it'll just clang onto the ground, yeah. 
Are you going to call that my full action, telling Barry to do that? Oh wait, no, you're 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 correct. You have two more actions. Coming okay, up. I just wanted to make sure. Um, nope, you get two more. What I will do is I will then cast flaming sphere. Okay. Uh, that's too much. I'll just cast produce flame. Okay. And I'm throwing it at the thing that hit Barry. Uh, okay. We both give them light and damage the thing that hurt my friend. Okay. Uh, 17 plus 9, which is a 26. 26. Oh, yeah, you, I mean, this flame splats against the stone. Um, but it, it, this statue is still standing in place, and it's still moving. Like, it looks like a statue. It's just somehow mechanized in some way. This isn't like a, a creature of any sort. I know, but it hit my friend. Hey, uh, I get it. I understand the raw anger you must feel to see uh, Barry struck. Uh, Harry Plopper, uh, what are you doing? Um, This bear doesn't come take it from me. It just runs up to no, me. No, he gets up to you because he, he only gets two actions on a turn as well uh, when he gets okay. commanded by Khan Shaka. So he gets to you, uh, and you still have the thing in, in your hands, so... Can I hand it to him so that he can yeah. have it in his mouth? Sure. Uh, so that if you be... want to do that, it will cost you an action. If you yeah, want to yeah, drop yeah. it so... as a free, but you can give it to him as a. No, I'll give it to him as an action, sure. and then sure. uh, just start walking out of there casually. Okay. Uh, you have Gambling. one more action, and your action gets you how much movement? Uh, I get thirty feet of movement. 30 feet of movement. Okay, you get halfway. You basically get to Kanshaka. Um, at the end of your action. Yeah. So, uh, oh, I'm us... sorry, 20, 25 feet. Yeah, well, oh, you, you get to Kanshaka at the end of your movement, um, standing cool. now in the light of his flickering produced flame. And I feel Fan great. Ray. Feeling great. Feeling good. Uh, Fan Ray is your action. You've got the bear now helping you. Right, right, right. <clears throat> I Jim. need to know a very important question. What is your alignment? Oh, My alignment? Yes. Uh, I guess lawful neutral. No, okay. I wouldn't be lawful. True neutral. True neutral. Okay. Cool. Um, uh, what are you doing? Here's a question, Jim. Yeah. The way I imagined it when I went to go pick up the uh, the chest is I had my sword in my opposite hand out in yep. front of me for light, mm-hmm. and the yep. uh, gauntlet under the arm holding the sure. chest. Okay. Is it possible hmm, to stow my sword and stick my other hand in the gauntlet? Yes, it is very possible to do that. Uh, two actions. Okay. Does anything feel different? Uh, you put your hand in the gauntlet. Uh, you stow your sword. You don't feel anything. The gauntlet is heavy and warm against your skin. But at least for now, it seems normal. That's not normal. That's gross. <laughs> then I, I, I guess I keep moving forward. Okay. You use your third action. Uh, you and Barry. Uh, I'll give you. I'll give you that move to get forward. Uh, you get up. You're, you're actually. You're moving a little bit slower, even than Harry Plopper, under with the weight of this chest. Uh, so you're, you're just. You're about ten feet behind Harry Plopper at the end of your movement. But you uh, are the last. And I'd like to yell out uh, to let them know that the statues in here, the statues are mechanized. Find a way to turn them off or we'll all die before we get out. 
it is Matt Mercenary's turn. Well, the skeletons out here have come to life. <laughs> and I, uh, can I hunt prey not seeing it? Because I've seen those you, things. You, no, unfortunately, you currently have no way to, you You have to be able to see the, the creatures to be able to. You guys better hurry. There's five skeletons out here. <laughs> uh, 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 spicy pickle. <laughs> <laughs> I throw I throw another pickle into the darkness. So another another fifteen. Are you August. just are you just throwing it in the same place that you threw the last one? I mean, do I? Can I do a? Uh, can I listen? I yeah, you can do, make a perception check to see if you can pinpoint a location. See if I can there, pinpoint. Yeah. I want to. Sure. I so. Jared I, just got into chat and he's losing his mind. Yeah. I try to I try to think I try to think like a bear and try to bring my senses to like the keen. All right. So what does a Michael Jordan get me, Jim? Uh, you are, you're pretty sure you know where there, you sense some movement. You hear like the clacking and cracking of bone. You think like, okay, maybe you still need to pass. If you want to attack that space, yes. you need to pass yes. a DC 15 flat check. I think, I think I, judging from the size of the room from what I remember and the, and the clicky clacky of the bones, Yes, 19 on the die for that nice. flat check. All Let's right. That's my one attacker. I'm also doing Inspiring Courage. Oh. The so flat check doesn't one. get the bonus. The flat Just check kidding. doesn't get a bonus. Now you sorry. need to make an attack roll. So the attack roll gets the bonus. Yes, sorry, yes. Do I have to declare edges before? Uh, before you know the results. So you can, if you well, if I can't you wanna, do it now, but I probably Yeah, you can do it now. That's, no, that's fine. It's a... Uh, oh, it's a 25. Plus one. Uh, okay. 25 plus one, 26. All right, that... roll roll me some damage. All right, come on. Give me some big money damage here. I want 20, 20 points of acid damage from the spicy pickle. That's what I want. I'll take 16 points of acid damage. Plus one. All right. Oh, yeah. 17. 17 points of... Uh, spicy pickle disappears into the darkness. You think he, maybe you hit something? Who knows? You hear almost like a... Like it, like it's it's not an explosion, but like, like a, a maybe like a burst of some kind coming from from somewhere in the darkness. It's it's so weird and hard to tell what's going on in there. But uh, did I hear pickles, anything? Man. Anything? Anything? Kind of scream or nothing like that? No, oh, no dead. pain shouts or ag- like nothing like that. One yeah. more pickle. I got I got pickles. I have spicy pickles to throw. Okay, Jim. are I you throwing at the same spot? <laughs> same sp- same spot because I feel okay. okay. I'm throwing at the same spot. Another flat check, or just attack roll. Yeah, you do have to make a flat check for every time you (laughs) attempt it. How many? How many kills does Matt Mercenary have? And he just has no idea that he's just killing these things. So I'm gonna got like three. I'm gonna I'm gonna use my I'm gonna use my uh, Scott Denuso hero point because that I don't think that did it for me. Okay. I don't think that did it for me. Uh, 17 flat check. That's better. These, these, this is wild. You should not be making this many of the flat checks on a DC 15, but you know well, what? You are. I'm using, I'm doing using it. my, my <laughs> Norse foundry, pure metal copper die that has this perfect patina on it. Yeah. Uh, it's beautiful. It's rolling. Well, it has rolled some ones though for me, but it's rolling really hot right now. So I'm going for the attack roll right now. All right. I'm going to put some edges on that before I see the Yeah. And that's okay. 
How many edges? Two. I'm going to use two edges. All right. So the two edges from Tobias. Thank you, Tobias. I'm using the two edges from Tobias. Uh, my plus one. Plus one. 20. This is my second attack. A uh, Matt Baker, Baker Field, Baker Fold, Baker okay. Field. Matt Baker, Matt Baker Field, 24. Roll damage. Spicy pickle. 1d20 points of acid damage. Uh, give me Baker. This is so And then add my one. Oh, yes! So uh, that's 18 points of spicy pickle acid damage. All right, this pickle goes sailing into the darkness, disappearing listen, from sight. I listen for the... Yeah, you don't know what happens. Uh, Here's ladder. You, you don't hear... You do hear, like, a splat and a sizzling. You don't hear another one of those almost, like, explosive, like, sounds. Like, there is no, like, burst sound, but there is some... Like, you can hear the acid okay. sizzling into the stone. Okay, I'm, re- I'm ready. I'm just standing... I'm just waiting for it just to be grabbed just by a waiting. Just waiting for in, impending doom. But I'm here's the for. good uh, news, Eric, is that Jared has given you another what? hero point. Nice. Another hero point for this guy? Come on. Guys. For the pickles. Of all the pickles. For the pickles. Uh, Peepa, Thank you, Jared. I see you've been accessorizing. Uh, in your time off. So why don't you tell me how we're going to use those? Okay, so I'm going to, I, I, I'm, I saw, I see Fanray and um, uh, they're moving the chest forward. I'm going to start going forward so that the light goes towards the other two on the other side, or at least um, Matt Mercenary. So I'm going to move forward. When you say toward, toward who specifically are you moving towards? I'm sorry, I'm confusing you. Matt Mercenary. Okay, move towards Matt Mercenary. The other room, we're getting out. Okay, he's actually still in the same room you are. He's chucking pickles sight unseen into, into the next the room. Pickles so, into the so he's not moved out of the room. So I'll just get closer to him. You get closer to him, mercenary. There is one thing that I forgot because you guys are both in the shrine, and I do need both of you to make another will save. Now, like, can I ask you something? If if Matt fails, can I use my inspire cur- uh Sorry, my uh, counter performance. No, counterperformance won't do anything for this one. No, it's auditory. Okay. Michael Jordan. Okay, <gasps> you're doing good. You're still nice. just in feet one. 19, 20, 21, 22, plus eight. Okay, 30. that is uh, 30. 30 is a critical success. So you will not, you, you are no longer enfeebled and you do not have to worry about making any more saves against this effect. Yes. Uh, Matt Mercenary, you are still enfeebled one and will continue to need to make saves. Okay. Now we can move on to, so you move over, you're yep. next to Matt Mercenary. He's just chucking pickles into the darkness. I'm gonna uh, start, what do you do? I'm going to start looking for the mechanism uh, to turn these skeletons off. Sure, make a perception check. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! Five, six, seven, eight, uh, sixteen. Sixteen. You don't find anything that looks like any kind of like button or lever or hidden panel or anything. You're just scrambling around. You have one more action left. Uh, inspire courage. Okay, you keep inspiring courage, giving everybody those bonuses, and we move on to Khan Shaka's turn. Khan Shaka, uh, the, the people carrying the chest have almost caught up to you. Uh, you can see there's a bleeding gash in, in Barry's side, but he's doing what you said. Harry Plopper is right next to you. You're standing there with the light. What do you do? You're muted. Good, Barry. Sorry, Barry, but you got this, Barry. And then he runs over to join um, Mercenary and Peepa. Okay. Uh, he wants to step right in front of them. Okay. 
And then he's going to cast as you move. Oh, no. One of the other statues on the other side boom, comes down with a huge oh. scythe in its hands. Can I at least get standard AC since I've seen this happen? Uh, I will say you could make a perception check. We'll see if you beat the DC, then I'll give you non-flat-footed AC. That, that, no, I didn't. Go ahead, hit me. Oh, that is a nat 20, so that's a problem. Oh, uh, wait, 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 wait. Can you sink in that 20? Uh, it'll still be a critical hit. There, I mean, it doesn't change what's on the die. Oh. It does change my total result, but it doesn't change what's on the die. Um, oh, you've got all those nice temporary hit points. You do oh, have yes. a beefy little shield of temporary yeah, hit points. Well, thanks to Jim, that wild magic. Quick, make some Jim. rhymes. Make some well, rhymes. Yeah, Jim, nope, Jim. No, 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 no. Not right now. They don't <laughs> no. count until after. <laughs> Here comes 4d8 plus 10 points of damage. Oh, 4d8 oh, plus 10. Oh, That's my. 10. Oh, my God. Plus 8 is 18. Plus 10 is 28 points of damage as this slams into your chest, uh, piercing through your armor, huge gash across your chest. Uh, but it doesn't hurt as how much, how many, how many uh, temporary hit points did absorb that? 20 of that, thank God. Oh, wow. You were rhyming a lot this episode. So you actually only take eight points down (laughs) from your total hit points. Dang, was it lucky you had that wild magic active the whole time. You're rhyming, but don't mess up because you can be bad. You see the statue, it hits you, and then mechanically, slowly, begins lifting very slowly back up. Uh, You complete the rest of your movement, and you are next to Matt Mercenary and uh, Peepa. That pow hurt so much, and it made me say, ow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take that hit point. Thank you. Anyway. Um... <laughs> uh, uh, I am tired of all the scourge, so I'm going to cast Sea Surge. Uh... Oh. Wait, what did you that's real bad. No, what is, hold on, hold on. Hold what did on. you just say? Scourge? Sea Scourge. Scourge. Sea Surge. I mean, you are You are G. You are G. Oh, yeah. I mean, they are true. I'm they not, true I, I can't in good conscience give you a, a, a point for that, but I won't deal 3d6 points of damage to you. Oh, fair and just. <laughs> I'll take it. Fair and just. Oh. I'll take it. Uh, okay. You do technically have a third action. You moved twice to get up to where you need to be, but you can. Uh, oh, you do need to make a will save because you entered the, the shrine. What? Everything, everything happened at one time. Will save. Oh, I'm actually good at those. Khan has pretty strong will. Uh, that is a 27. 27 is a success. You are enfeebled one, but otherwise unaffected. <laughs> uh, you do have one action left. Cool. Was it two? Was it two actions to get up to where they are? Or one? Two actions to get to your friends. Uh, uh... All right. Um, if that is the case, then I can't really do much in this turn. Um, so I'm going to simply cast guidance 
if I, if I knew that, I would be behind mercenary and people. And I want to cast guidance on mercenary since they're the only okay. ones attacking right now. Casting guidance on mercenary. That's going to be an additional plus one for you, my friend. Next up, it's Harry Plopper. You're no longer carrying the chest. You saw yep. uh, this oh, statue wait, just. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Was people singing? Yes, yes people are singing. I'm inspired. My 27 yep. would have been a 28. Okay. Is that still enfeebled? Yes, you're still enfeebled one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I thought that would have been the number. My bad. Um, Harry will double move towards the book. Okay. Uh, you double move, and that that scythe that the statue's holding is still rising as you pass it. Uh, it doesn't seem to be ready to strike again yet, uh, but you make it to the book with two actions, leaving uh, us with... Do I need a save of some kind, or is this a you mental You do need effect? to make a save. Is it a death, uh, disease, mental, paralyzed, poison? No, no, no. Okay. You do need to make a save. All right. That is a 17. 17 is our first failure, which means that you are enfeebled one and clumsy one. Oh, Oh, boy. Woof. Thought he was already clumsy one. I'll pull that up for me, Jim Jam. You keep rolling right along. All right, I'm going to keep rolling right along. We get to Fan Ray and Barry, which you guys are casting complete darkness once again, as everybody has left your side. You do <laughs> see light ahead, but you are just stumbling through darkness. What do you do? Barry does have low light. Just letting you know. Okay. I do as well, but if this is true darkness, I don't think that's really going to do anything for me. I mean, you can see up ahead, like, there's light ahead. Like, you have a place to go to. Okay. Um, I don't... Um, still nothing from the, the gauntlet. Nothing seems to be happening with that. What if I switch hands holding the chest? You can do that. You want to do that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you take your gauntlet off. Uh, the other hand, you grab the chest uh, with two actions. You have one action left. Oh, I meant just like walk backwards and hold the chest with the other hand. <laughs> but I'll take. Oh, the you two were actions. just gonna walk backwards. Oh, okay. I thought. Or I like sideways. I think you're saying you know, grasp across. it with the gauntlet hand, right? You want? Yeah. To hold leave the, the gauntlet. gauntlet on my off hand and just. I thought like, you were switching my body. Hands. My bad. No. Um, Just leaving it on the same hand across the body. Your your sound is cut out. Me? Hello, hello. I can hear her. Mm-hmm. But we're in the same house. Can you no, hear me I now? Yes, we can hear you. Oh, it is thirty. Thirty. Okay. Normally, I would say it's half while you're carrying the chest, but you're down to ten feet of movement per action with this awkward, like trying to shuffle. I hate it. Yeah, I'm just going to keep moving. That was evil. That was evil. I'm just just saying. I know that Ben has a thing with carrying heavy boxes and how it's the easiest thing that's ever been done. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Burn. Uh, I'll use the rest of my actions to move forward. All right. You get forward. You're standing now, like, right in front of this statue that's got this scythe and is still creaking back. It doesn't do anything. Yeah. Uh, you're just looking at it, watching it, and it is now Matt Mercenary's turn. You do need to make a will save, Matt Mercenary. I need to make a will save. 
Yes. Oh goodness. Need to make, need to make a will save over here. Make it a will save. I'm trying to fight the. Holy cow! No, I. Uh, I use I use the the hero point from Jared to make this <laughs> okay. a 27 on a will save. Okay, so you're you're feeling good, uh, except you're still enfeebled one. Uh, now you have three actions. What would you like to do with them? So, do I do I know? How, is ever is everyone okay right now? You do see everybody except for Fan Ray and Barry. But do I know? I'm asking uh, verbally. Uh, everyone's okay. I guess no one can answer. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Everybody's alive. Yes. I mean. Quick! Oh, so it's, I hear that. Eh, I hear a eh sound. I said yes. So I pass. I pass a what I believe to be a sweet pickle okay. to Kanshaka. Okay, you have Kanshaka a sweet pickle. Now, do I need to flip a coin? No, you know it's a, dark, you know, is it dark it's or is it light? Uh, you you you, you, you know which it. pickles are which. Okay, uh, yeah. I've got the bully for you cards. We could we could really go. Uh, for no, that. but you're also next to me, and I have I have flames. All right, you can see. Con- Kanchaka, Kanchaka, eat, take one of these, and I give him a sweet pickle. And then now, is there is there light now with Kanchaka here? Can I? Yeah, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's light in the room. Yeah, you can Do see. I see skeletons? You can't see into the other room. The other room is still dark. You guys are in a room. The skeletons are in a different room. Oh, so there, I've been throwing like way into another. Yeah, room. you've been chucking into this big, <laughs> empty, like arena room, just chucking pickles into the darkness. Throw another pickle, Jim. Okay, I'm just gonna uh, throw your. Throw, Are you throwing at the same spot you did before? No. Okay. So I, <laughs> I passed him a sweet pickle. I'm going to okay. listen again with my okay. keen, with my keen hearing, yes. my 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 extra keen ranger hearing, and uh, that's pretty. That's a twenty-two. Okay. You think you might know where there's some movement in the darkness? It's hard to tell. There. I throw I throw a spicy pickle. You throw a spicy uh, pickle. DC 15 flat check first. Oh god. That's good. That's That's good cuz it was a 16 on the dot. This is improbable. People always tell me that like, oh, don't worry, the laws of averages work out over time. Nonsense cuz you have rolled improbable numbers four times you, in a row without without pause. You have to get yourself one of these pure copper dice. Apparently, pure me- I have to get one of these weighted copper dice that only roll above 16. <laughs> smells like a penny. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> I made my flat check. Now you're gonna you're gonna botch my attack roll here. It would be nice if you failed anything. <laughs> you failed it. Oh no! A three on the die. Jim has okay. cursed. Jim has cursed my Norse Foundry die. So my pickle, I throw it. Uh, that was my first pickle thrown in the darkness, correct? That's yes. All, that's all. Are you? Is, are people singing? Yes. Someone's people, singing. People are I'm all singing. singing. Kanshaka did something too. So Gave that's you uh, guidance. Gabe, you got yeah. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Pickle goes sailing into the darkness. Roll damage. Yes. Oh no, you haven't hit anything so far. <laughs> 13, 13, 13 damage. Pickle sails into the darkness, splats, you hear the sizzling of acid once again. Uh, and we move on. I don't have many more pickles. We got to get out of here. We move on to Kanshaka's turn. Oh, oh gosh, pickle chucker. Kanshaka, you are starting in the shrine. 
Uh, yeah, you have a you have a pickle in your hand. Uh, the first thing you do need to do though is make a will save because you're in the shrine. Okay. That was twenty six. Okay, you are still enfeebled one, but no worse, no better. Cool. I want to cast flaming sphere ten feet in front of us. Flaming ball of fire appears. Where are the skeletons? <laughs> uh, again, you guys are all in the shrine, so you're in a row. <laughs> Ten feet in front of you is still shrine. There's a big, big, dark, room. scary room that you guys have refused to even oh. think about going into. I but you have all stayed there. out of the big, scary room, so no light that you cast inside the shrine is going into the big, dark, scary room because you are in the shrine, not in the big, dark, scary room. <laughs> To be you fair, can move I move the ball of light into wait, the room, I believe. I'm so confused. I I'm, thought that I'm I moved so into the scary room. You never you did. You said it. I move up to it to, to but not into it, so yeah, I can throw the pickles doorway. into the darkness. We're in the doorway. You never entered the next room. Yes. You stayed at the edge of it. In my in my head, I thought that I went into it and to the side. Oh. But yeah, I thought the next room was also dark, which is why Eric no, the, the shrine has, has this like uh looks like a um uh, oh, that's whatever. right. We're, that's it looks right. like outside. Yeah. Oh, it looks like yeah, apocalypse sky. I remember now that that other room was farther. Yes. So I I wasn't thinking. So I am You're in the literally room where, just like, we chucking pickles the... into another room that is pitch black. Oh, you should We're... have known how big this room was because you cowered in the back and went foot by foot all the way up to the entrance of every single room. So uh, you should know very you specifically know, how. You know when you when all of your equipment is taken from you when you are given nothing but pickles, <laughs> you could tell me. You talk to me about cowering. Hold on. In the back. Which one? Is, okay, the room where the chest was in, the one that hit you. Which one? Okay, there are three rooms. <laughs> Which room am I in, Jim? We're in you the are in the shrine. The, the shrine is the second room. room where Matt Mercenary and Pipa have stayed waiting for the, the people with the and chest. And I can't see in this room either. You can see in this room because now there's a flaming sphere and you've been producing flame and there's red apocalypse light in this room. In this room, there is light. You can barely see, almost like you're in a in a in a dark room, like a like a photo <laughs> like a photo development room. The next room, the big dark scary room, is where these skeletons are, and you have not gone in there. Oh, they're, they're all dead. I wanted to put all. the flaming sphere into that room, so I will okay. walk up to that room <laughs> and put the sphere in that room. Gotcha. <laughs> flaming sphere <laughs> bursts into being. It gives off like uh, some light, a little bit of light. Uh, you see no skeletons. You do see like a melted pile of bone. It does look like maybe at least some of these bones were were struck by our good friend Matt Mercenary, but you don't see other moving skeletons where the sphere is right now. I believe that you can move the sphere. Yes. Okay. You have oh. one action left at this time. Uh, I'm going to move the sphere 15 feet forward just to see if I could see anything directly in front of us. Okay. Now you have to keep the sphere within 30 feet of you. Yes. So that um, would be at 30. At 30 feet. Uh, uh, it comes to rest and you can see just at the edge of the light there is the stamping 
of some skeletal hoof legs. Uh, there is a skeletal horse stomping around in there. Just, you can barely make out uh, the edge of it in the light. Did you say skeletal horse? Skeletal yeah. horse. It's Lucas Martinez says, so fighting for one hour on stream and they were fighting in an empty room <laughs> to nothing. Yeah, they have been so terrified to go fight the skeletons. It has been just the most, but the problem is that Matt Mercenary is rolling high enough that it's really annoying because he refuses to go fight the skeletons, but, but he's somehow something. doing well. And it bothers me. Jim, here's, here's the problem. I have torches in my bag. I don't have torches in my bag anymore. I have pickles. Yeah. I, I can't see in the dark. I have a bear and pickles and some cigars. It is Harry Plopper's turn. Oh, uh, well, he's going to pick up the book. Okay. And uh, then he's just going to walk towards the place that everybody's afraid to go into. Yes. Uh, and uh, You can actually see into this room. Yeah. You I see there are, there are two standing skeletons. Okay. And a mounted skeleton. Okay. That we're just waiting for somebody to come play with them. Okay. Cool. And where I, where do you I go? Will, I will I will go up into the room. Like I will. Okay. I'm going to get out of here. You're going to get out of here. Okay. Yes. Uh, you move forward into the room. Do you want to move? So Kanshaka's lights sort of towards the middle. Do you want to make a beeline for the first door to get out of here? Or are you going to go towards Kanshaka's light? Uh, I mean, I guess we're all headed to the door, so I'm just gonna yeah. Go to you're gonna make door. a beeline for the door, so you begin angling yourself. You're getting out of here. You've got a goal. You know what you're doing. You're getting we out did of it. here. We've done the thing. Fan Ray. Yeah. What are you doing? Um, I'm tired of going so slow, so I'll use an action to switch back to my okay. empty hand and book it forward with Barry. Book it forward. <coughs> you move. The statue has just finished resetting. Yeah. And whoom, right down. Right down at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You are flat-footed because you're holding a big, heavy chest, and that is a 25 to hit. Not a critical. Not a critical, but a hit. So here we go. That is going to be six, 11 points of okay. slashing damage just right across the chest. But you get past the statue. Uh, you're moving at half speed. So how many actions do we use to move? Two. Two actions that puts you right in front of the big, dark, scary room. Uh, Harry Plopper's gone. Everybody else is waiting. They've been waiting for you. So I've made it through the shrine? Uh, you're in the shrine currently, and because okay. you're in the shrine, you do need to make a will save. Oh, poo. Okay. Jim Jim, since I'm out of the shrine, is are all my negatives gone? You are in, no, your negatives remain, but you don't okay. have to continue making additional saves. All right, sounds good. 26. 26, you're okay, except you're enfeebled one, uh, but not not as bad as, as Harry Plopper. Did you it is my now... Uh, 27. We that still going to be the, the same result. Okay. Uh, it is now my turn. Uh, and I actually have targets in the room, which is important oh. to this process. Uh, because the, the mounted skeletal warrior is going to level a dusty, rusty lance right down a hairy plopper and charge clip clop clip clop clip clop right across the way and try to spear him at the edge this is what all of your waiting has done that's what i wanted i wanted to charge one person that's all i wanted 
And now, look, I have done nothing this time to to spur the anger of Jim Jam. It's all been you, Yahoo's out there, and now I'm getting the brunt of it. It's um, it's a twenty-eight to hit. That oh. is a critical hit. If I sink so, it, oh, that's fine. You can, yeah. Yeah, I'll sink uh, it's not, it. It's not a twenty on the die, so if you can get it low enough, sink. I have no sink. Sinks. Twenty-seven. Sink. Twenty-six. Sink. I have one sink that I'm putting towards it. So 26. From Sarah BC1. Yeah, thank you, Sarah. Uh, I'll sink it knowing that there's no way we can drop this low enough to not hit plopper. 25. We're just trying to get it down from a critical. <laughs> trying to get it down to a, from a crit. Uh, 25, is that still a critical hit? It is a critical hit. Diana, did okay. you use yours? I used mine. Yeah, everybody used theirs. I know. So the thing about a lance is that it has the jousting property, so it deals an additional uh-huh. D6 points of damage when on a charge. It's also deadly, so I'll deal mm-hmm. an additional D8 damage D8. because it's a critical hit, and I'm doubling. So that's mm-hmm. what kind of plus a D6. Is this piercing, not slashing? Uh, it is piercing damage. That might Thank help. Thank goodness. Jim, I have a crazy question. What? Hero points or rerolls, right? Are we only yes. allowed to use them for ourselves, or can we gift them to other people? You can gift, you can use a reroll for somebody else if you want. Jim, I'm you giving make, you a you reroll. You can't make me reroll my crit. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was Jim smart, says no. Jamie. That was smart. <laughs> uh, so my my regular crit damage was pretty low. Okay. We're at eleven so far. Okay. Eleven plus the deadly die. All right. Eleven plus five, so we're at sixteen plus 16. the d six jousting die. Six. So 16 plus 6, 22 points 22. of piercing damage. The lance just, gah, spear. I imagine spears literally directly through Harry Plopper's midsection. Like, we're talking, we're talking like uh, Death Becomes Her style. Like, you have a <laughs> hole in the middle of you, but it probably doesn't hurt as much because it's piercing damage. So you yeah. actually resist some of it. Yeah. Uh,. That was all I wanted this whole time. Uh, I've been given my what I want, and so now the two other standing skeletons will advance on Harry Plopper and tear him to pieces because I don't have any oh, other targets. Boy. Oh boy! just waiting. <laughs> so Harry Plopper, they both come shambling up to you and begin to try to cut but you I'm with scimitars. Brethren, this is they, what everyone wants to see. You're an intruder. Uh, skeletal guy number one hits an armor class twelve. That's a miss. That's a miss. So the second Skelly Man, it's armor class 21. That is a hit. That is a hit. This is slashing damage. That is going to be eight points of slashing damage uh, from this thing's rusty scimitar. That will take us away from my turn and back to Matt Mercenary's turn. Matt Mercenary, you now see motion because there's this flame in the middle of the room and all these skeletons go rushing across the room towards somebody and begin tearing into Harry Plopper. Uh, what do you do? I move, I move up. I move up there. Okay. And I start. I, I see this, Jim. Now I can see. Now, now I see before see. me. I see there's light. I could see my friends are yes. here. I move yes. forward. And there's only one thing I could do, Jim. I grab one of those darn, those dang spicy pickles from my bag. Spicy pickle. I throw a spicy pickle at one of these these undead creatures. Not okay. the undead boy creature, but the other. Yeah. There's I can two, see them now. Two skeletons like, on foot and one that's on a horse. Which one are you targeting? 
I just thought, I, I don't know. I just threw it one. Who was closer? The closest ones are the, the skeletons on foot. I was throwing at one of them. Uh, okay. I got 14 on the die plus my nine. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is a hit. Roll damage. Come on. 10, 10 points of uh, acid. Are, are people still singing? Do I add to this? Oh, yeah, I am. Singing My husband. Me. So this, 11 points. This spicy pickle hits the skeleton right in the back of the head, explodes in a shower of acid. You finally know what that popping sound was because as the skeleton is overcome by the force of the pickle, it literally explodes oh. in a mass of shards. And since it's standing next to Harry Plopper, he needs to roll a reflex save. Ooh. Ooh. Plus one. But plus one from Pippa. Yes. Pippa. That will be a 15. A 15 oh. is. Is a success. So cool. you're going to take half damage. Now, this is also slashing damage. So, half damage is two points of damage, and it is slashing from bone shards and just exploding everywhere. Harry Plopper just turns into dust. Turns to dust, shredded by these skeletal shards that go everywhere. I'm pretty sure that Lamar is my unlucky charm. <laughs> Did I just saw? I just saw him explode. The, the skeleton explodes as your pickle just and destroys plopper. it. And Plopper then get, just falls under this mass of shards that are embedded in his flesh. I throw another pickle, Jim. All right, there's uh, still another you. skeleton. So go ahead and uh, roll an attack. No. Five on the die. Oh. Well, math it out. It. It's not too bad. Plus one. Are... Plus my one. Okay. Uh, ten. Okay, ten. No, <laughs> ten won't do it, but uh, these guys aren't the toughest of toughs, so... Does the pickle fall do down and... Rolls. Does the pickle fall down and hit the dust of Harry Plopper and... Yeah, it just, like, it. sizzles in, in the remains of Harry Plopper. And uh, cheers, and then there's rousing... There's big cheers from the... From the chat. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, Pipa, what do you do? It's your turn. I'm going to use uh, <sighs> animated assault. Um, so it's 10 foot burst on any of the creatures around there and using the fragments of bones around attacking sure, all yeah. of them. That makes a lot so, of sense to me. Let me roll and see if I can do this. So I'm is singing. it a roll or is it a save oh. for me? Oh, I'm sorry. It's a reflex save. Reflex save, that's right. I gotta make a reflex save. What type of damage are you dealing? And foot first. It's a chaotic flurry of debris. Bludgeoning. Bludgeoning damage. Okay, that is important to know. Uh, I believe I failed. Uh, you're gonna catch the skeleton on the horse, the skeleton on the ground, and the skeletal horse itself. Also, all three fail. Great. Okay, so I'm going to roll damage. Do I yes. add? No, it's only a d20s. Okay, here we go. Uh, ooh, eight plus eight, 16 plus my singing, 17 points of damage. 
17 points of damage. The skeleton on foot explodes in a shower of bone shards. Harmlessly, there's nobody there. The, the skeletal horse uh, begins to crack and break up, but it's still up. The rider of the horse uh, also nearly falls apart, but not quite. It was two actions. You still have one action left. I would continue. I'm going to continue singing. All right. You continue singing, taking us to Khan Shaka's turn. Khan runs <laughs> 15 feet forward. Okay. Uh, I can't believe I've run out of rhymes, but it's fine. Um, and then he's going All to right. move his sphere over to the rider. Okay, so you sustain. That's it's an action to sustain the spell and move it. So then, uh, that's that's a total of two actions so far. The rider will attempt a save. That's actually three. I moved, moved in. Uh, that is a natural one on the save oh. against the flaming sphere. Oh, I don't know if this spell. It doesn't say it does anything on a crit. Let me check. Almost, if it's a basic save, then yeah, you deal sixty-six points of damage. Get it? Okay. So the first 3d6, uh, 12, and then the next 3d6, uh, and 22 total. The horse explodes in a shower of bony shards. The rider falls into the flaming sphere, also explodes (laughs) in a shower of bony shards. The skeletons are destroyed. Yes. Uh, With that, um, you have destroyed the skeletons. There are no other dangers in the room. So as it's like shaking and rumbling, you rush all of you through uh, the the chamber, uh, begin making your way hastily up the spiral staircase, making it to the top where you find... Lord Walter Mathel, uh face beaming when he sees this, his daughter coming up the stairs with this giant, uh, ornate treasure chest. Says, oh, well done. Oh, well done. And you've managed to get rid of that horrible little dead boy. He's not <laughs> coming, is he? No, but he'll be back, Father. Oh, damn it all. Uh, well, nothing we can do about that, I guess. Um, either way, we have money. To last us for a lifetime, open up the chest. Let's see what we've got. I can't. You can't? No, it, you have to put something in this little impression here in the lock before you can open it. He, like, rushes over the chest. He grabs the lid. He shakes. He's like, ah, don't it all. Fine. Well, well, darling daughter, I guess. I guess that's an adventure for another day because we have definitely come way past the end of our time for tonight. <laughs> you have succeeded in your mission for the oh. evening, uh, saving the, some treasure from deep, deep below uh, the burned out shell of fan, of Mithel Manor, but uh, unable to access it because it needs some kind of key. Something keeps you locked out from, from, from your riches beyond, but we will perhaps open it another day. We're done for tonight. Thank you all for sticking with us for the extra time. I hope it was worth it to see Harry Plopper get shredded by bones. Um, It was for me. 
to finally get oh, to do anything. And it wasn't even because I took joy in killing Harry Plopper. It was just because I wanted to do something. And you guys, ugh, this is the worst. <laughs> but here we are. It's all good. So thank you guys so much for your continued support. It was a lot of fun. I will see you guys next time. Good night, everybody. Sorry, Ben. Good night.